1: Hi and welcome to Season 2, Episode 17 of the Next Dimension Podcast. This is the last episode of 2021 and we're going to look back at the year. What were our VR highlights in hardware and software and in general? And here with us, the Next Dimension Podcast All-Stars with Gary from Immersed Robot. Gary, how are you doing tonight?
2: very good thank you it's good to be back on the show I've not been on for a while but then again you've not been on for a while on the show. <laughs> you're I've right had a show for a while <laughs> so um yeah it's good to be back and it's good to get one more episode in before the end of the year
1: exactly yeah let's simply look back at what happened and also here with us of course Tatiana from disco VR Tatiana how are you doing tonight
0: I'm doing really well thanks Sebastian yes this past few weeks have been crazy and busy so it's it's really nice to get together one last time. mean this year of course
1: yeah exactly by the way tonight here in europe it's tonight in the states it's not night at all (laughs) yet and here also with us of course steve vr flight sim guy steve how are you doing
3: um. Very well, Sebastian. Actually, I was just thinking the last podcast. It was just me and you. <laughs> exactly. And <that> yeah. Actually, <laughs> felt ages ago now. So it's good <laughs> You're to be right. Another one.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's it's good to come back together. And yeah, let's simply think about what happened in 2021. What kind of year was it for VR? And yeah, let's look back at the highlights. And also with me, Sebastian Ang, founder of MRTV and the host of the Next Dimension podcast. For all of you who don't know this show yet, this is a a show that's all about VR and also a bit of AR. It's going to be bigger in the future, this AR thing. But right now, it's more of a VR show, honestly speaking. We are normally doing this show every Saturday at 9 p.m. Berlin time, 8 p.m. in London, 12 p.m p.m. noon in San Francisco and 3 p.m. in New York City and this is also an audio podcast so if you want to listen to us on your daily commute you can do so and you can find us on Google, on Alexa, Spotify, everywhere where you can find podcasts and wow, if after so many shows you have not yet reviewed us on iTunes on, on the podcast app, please do that now or in the first five minutes of the show. So basically now, get out your iDevice. You must have one of these beautiful devices. Open the podcast app, find the Next Dimension podcast, and do give us a five-star review as like a thank you for all the shows that we did in 2021 and also for the shows that are coming up. (laughs) Okay, cool. So today, as mentioned already, we are going to talk about our highlights. the the best games that came out in VR this year the hardware that came out of that came out in this year and also we want to talk about our personal VR highlights because obviously this year was very exciting for all of us in terms of VR in terms of our channels what we did and it would be great to find out what was exciting for us and also of course we want to find out what was exciting for you so also We'll, we'll read your chats, and if there is an insightful, funny chat, I'm going to show it here so we, we can engage with each other. So this is going to be really interesting. But before we go to our topic, and also we're going to talk about After the Fall, because we played it all together, and that was really lots of fun. Uh, before we do that, we're going to go um, to each of us, and we're going to talk about what we played and what we did in the last week or two and i would like to start with gary gary what did you, what were you up to vr, um, VR.
2: yeah so vr wise well i was playing after the fall with you guys which was uh, a lot of fun it was it really was a lot of fun that was but we'll get into that um so really, I suppose, it's, it's vaguely VR related, but these past few weeks, really, I've been getting into 3D printing. I bought a 3D printer. Oh, and cool. It's wow. Yeah, it's something I've been wanting to get into for a really long time. Like, I've been looking into these for two years or more, really, but I've never really pulled uh, the trigger on it because... Whenever you start looking into the details of what it takes and all the little tinkering, things like that that you have to do, every time I got close, I'd, I'd find something that would push me away. But then I decided to just go for it. And it takes up a lot of time to get into it and, and learn all the little nuances and stuff like that with it with the printer. But I've made, this is not that impressive, but it's impressive <laughs> for me, OK? Yeah. So this is an Oculus Quest wall
1: mount, which I Cool. I'm like, um, that looks really cool. That looks like, very cool, exactly.
2: I, des- I designed this and ah, it just oh, goes did. on the wall and it goes like that and then you get the controller. And this is where I'm probably going to break it because it's not mounted on a wall. <laughs> Push that in there.
1: <laughs> nice. Then,
2: so then you've got two controllers and it hangs like that. Um, so
3: You'd sell I've, millions of those, Gary. Literally. I want what, one already.
2: Well, you can buy one, they're on Etsy, and I've not sold millions, I can guarantee that. <laughs> I'll definitely buy one of those. We, we can
1: buy them from you, from an ed- from your Etsy store?
2: Yes, yes, they're on ah.
1: Etsy. Oh my god, yes. so Gary, cool. you will be friggin' rich.
0: You need to buy it with some kind of a magnetic charger too, because that's what people yes. want. We wanted want it to charge while it's just resting on the wall.
2: Don't say stuff like that. I've not got the expertise to do that. Whereas printing <laughs> out a little piece of plastic, I can I can just about manage that. Um, but yeah, it's um it works really well. I've got one, I use one myself um, over here. My wife won't let me have one in the main part of the house where I really want it, to be honest. <laughs> but um yeah, it's um it's it's pretty good. And getting into the 3D printing side of things, that's like one of the first things that I've really designed and printed out. And it's oh, frankly- you, have,
1: you have designed it yourself. It's yeah. not Oh my yeah. god.
2: Yeah. You're it's a talented not, guy. I'm not really, I'm <laughs> not, believe me. Um, but that but you can do lots of different things. I'm I'm trying to think of other VR-related stuff because what you can do as well, you can go in on this um like Thingyverse, these various websites and stuff and download VR-related things that you can print yourself, like adapters and, and just things like that. So I'm looking into various other stuff that I can just download and, and print out just for my personal use, really. Um but yeah, I Anybody that's thinking about getting a bit 3D printer just to tinker with stuff and, and add things into your VR sort of life, then I think it's worth doing. It does take a little bit of work to get into, um, but I'm really enjoying it, and it doesn't cost the earth as well. It's not like a, an expensive hobby like VR can be, honestly.
1: <laughs> right, right. Um,
2: but, yeah, so 3D printing, and then really I've not been playing too much uh, VR this past week, um, and then obviously we were playing after the fall before that
3: um but yeah that's pretty much pretty much me.
1: All right. All right.
2: It's nice.
3: difficult Gary to um you know like uh, understand the software to be able to make the design for that. That's the thing that I'd I'd find quite hard Did like okay.
2: <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was worried about too Steve as well because what I would like to do I want to progress into learning Blender properly which is to to do the 3D stuff so what I've done to design that is actually pretty basic there's this website you can go to which is designed for actually students and and learning stuff it's called I think it's by um AutoCAD or or something like that anyway but it's called Tinkercad and it's just like a very very basic 3D modeling thing that you can do it's all web-based so you just go on design it on there export it you know put it into a separate program and this kind of stuff but yeah the, the, that process that side of things at the level i'm doing it at at the moment is very basic but i would love to start diving into blender and doing more complex stuff
3: yeah people right. say that once you start doing this it gets quite addictive so i'm expecting mm-hmm. some big things um, next year, Gary. <laughs> like literally like a you know a table or i don't know like some sort of chair or special <laughs> you know, VR cover or something. I'm looking forward to seeing what you're going to make next. (laughs) Yeah. Well,
2: my my dad's, my dad's, I bought this probably about three weeks ago and my dad's actually bought one now. He came around and and tried it himself and now he's bought Ah, one. I see. Yeah. So I'm doing, I'm doing a lot of technical support for my dad as well. I'm basically going over to his house quite often now to say, how, how do you do this? How do you export it? How do you import it? And all this kind of stuff. So that's my
1: duties. (laughs) So how can we find you on, um, on Etsy? Um, just, I think
2: if you just search for Quest 2 Wall Mount, it will probably come up. Honestly, okay, cool. this is like such a hatchet job. I've just basically put it up there. <laughs> uh, yeah, Quest 2. Just do a search for Quest 2 Wall okay, Mount. It okay, okay, nice, one of the first nice. Ones and
1: how yet. expensive is it? At the moment,
2: it's 10% off. So it's <laughs> 10% <laughs> off, guys. <laughs> for it's, uh, it's £17.99 because okay. i have to factor in the fact that it's all one unit and i have to put it in a box which is quite you know decent size and uh packaging postage packaging all the extra expenses and stuff like that while also of course making a little bit of money on top so that's why it's that price so yeah okay <laughs> Look, yeah, this, yeah, this, this, this is not probably not interesting to people so <laughs> we should move on <laughs>
3: You'll get a thousand orders just tonight. Now you'd be like, "Oh God, I've yeah. that."
2: <laughs> yeah, I can't cope with
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> that looks really cool. I love it. That's great. I'd like. It's just a simple solutions like that because I don't know about you guys, but when you've, you do, sometimes it's hard to know where to put your VR headset, or sometimes you don't have a case, so it ends up being somewhere precarious or something. And it'd be nice to be able to hang it somewhere where it's going to be fairly safe.
1: Yeah. So, now hey, you like have that. the chance to get ten percent off from Absolutely. Etsy from from Gary's store.
3: Brilliant.
2: Nice.
1: Yeah. So, Steve. I'd, I'd, um,
2: sorry, I'd say I'd yeah. send you one, Steve, but then you'd have to make a video of it yeah. on <laughs> put you know, oh, yeah. up. The yeah. I for it. You it Definitely. I'll
3: be up for that.
1: No problem. If there's an affiliate um, deal, of course. We can talk about that. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, Steve, um, tell us about your week then. What, what, what were you up to?
3: Yeah, it's been a very busy week. Um, it generally is when I when you ask me these things. I don't know why. But I'll just quickly say, because obviously we've got a lot to talk about, but um, obviously playing after the fall on Quest 2, which was amazing. Not quite as amazing as said playing on the air. <laughs> that, that, that was pretty good. That was
1: was pretty good.
3: Reading posters and comparing <laughs> sort of, you know, uh, sort of graphical fidelity of that game is very good. It feels like a, a full-fat PC VR game again, really. I mean, obviously... There is a Quest version and a PCR, uh, PSVR version and all sorts. So, so it's greatest cross uh, play. But I mean, you know, just to be able to play on AirLink on the PC was great. Really enjoyed that. Um, been testing out the Apara 5K. So that's, that's probably the <laughs> biggest thing I've done this week, really. Um, and yeah, wow. What, a, what an interesting VR headset. I keep calling it a wild card headset because we've had a lot right, of different ones right. this year. And this has come from. Not from really nothing, from nowhere, yeah. But yeah, it's kind of like, what, where where has this come from? This you know incredibly <laughs> small headset with this amazing micro OLED technology. So it's been a, a, you know exciting trying it. But unfortunately, I don't have the the actual uh, display port cable, the correct one, the 1.4 one, and, and the obviously right. the Steam VR Lighthouse track, Which I really enjoyed that video. Said by the way, I really enjoyed that the other day. <laughs> And, uh, Very
1: raw and unedited, right? I mean, like, I, I'm just I trying felt, this thing out.
3: <laughs> I felt like I was going on this journey with you, and I think everyone felt like that, like that on those cool. video, It so that was cool. really good to see it. It was an organic video. I think sometimes right. YouTube videos can be far too edited and fake, and that was raw, <laughs> liked it, uh, and that's how I like to do my videos when I try a headset for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, But yeah, I, I've got some mixed emotions with the Aparo, but overall... Um, it's a very interesting proposition, absolutely. And the wild card headset, when you think of, you know, where it sits between, say, the right, reverb right. and the, you know, the the arrow and that kind of thing. So yeah, really cool. And probably I'll just say last, this plane behind me. I've been testing this out for the past couple of days. Uh, this is a a new. Uh, well, it's basically like a. Well, it's, it's a bush plane. It's a turboprop, single engine, beautiful aircraft from SimWork Studios and. It it really is. It set the bar very high for add-ons for Microsoft Flight Simulator. And today, I have been flying this in the Aero today for nearly five hours. What? <laughs> yes, wow. I have.
1: Oh my god! Um, it's so it's so fun. This Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah, I must admit it now.
3: I, yeah. <laughs> oh, you are honestly, you've you definitely got the bug now, Seb. And it's maybe made, made very happy actually, because I, I, you know that I remember the first time I tried any sim really let alone in, in VR and it was just one of those things you just keep coming back to it and it was so relaxing today I just I didn't have any plans today at all the weather in the UK so awful I didn't want to go anywhere so I thought you know what I'm just gonna fly all day <laughs> and yeah I think the first flight it was about two hours and I got a drink and I was flying over <laughs> Wales and the Lake District and I was just looking down in my little plane and I thought this is just so cool how VR is and, and aviation have come together like this it's such a a special time and this aircraft behind me is just absolutely is so well done i've very few things to moan about it really it's just very well done so yeah it's been great and uh i think that's pretty much in a nutshell nice. there, was, there was um just a comment steve actually from paul p jr it's, Has steve uh
2: tried flying santa's sleigh yet because i think that's a mod isn't it or something it is i keep <laughs> hearing
3: about this but i don't actually i haven't <laughs> checked it out yet but uh yeah I've not that's either that's very interesting
1: <laughs> that's so funny that's so funny
3: well is it Paul is it basically I've, I've never I haven't seen it yet but are you actually like Santa in his sleigh is that the idea and you're like that'd be quite funny I, you know right, with the reindeer right. in front of you I don't know but uh yeah I'll certainly give that a go that's more the lighter side <laughs> of uh, flight simming <laughs> uh, definitely but it's worth a try <laughs> I suppose it
1: is it is Three. so good it's I mean it, Steve, but unfortunately now, now that I'm into this whole thing, you're getting WhatsApp messages from me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, how do how do I get yeah. the most out of this? What do I have to click now? How do I change the perspective? What I do I do now here with G2? What's going it, on now? Tell it me, please.
3: Funny, it makes me chuckle when I you know because I think I know where, you know, how the thing is with this sim, it is very complex and to get the right settings. That's why I do set up videos quite a lot on the channel and they do change quite a lot as well. But it's one of those things once you've got it dialed in for your system it is absolutely just mind-blowing and, oh my god this uh, it, it, it is.
1: really is this, this vr it's, thing is it's incredible
3: <laughs> I, need, I need to watch your video if you done
2: a, a recent video steve on uh quest 2 air link all, i did or, yeah
3: and okay. yes there's two things that i actually need to change already on that because they, okay. that's the thing things keep changing all the time um but yeah i do have a quest 2 setup guide on there but i did put a, uh, Ooh, a I'll note need to check that. Yeah, I did put a note in the description of the things that had changed. So just just make okay. sure you read that bit. Yeah, because that, yeah. that's
2: one of the things I've I've played it. I've played uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator with Airlink, but I've not really dived into getting the best experience I can on my system. So I'll need to follow some of your guides on that. Um, I've been Thankfully, it's a
3: lot easier than it used to be now because Airlink is at a point where it's mm-hmm. using less resources and it just seems to be performing much better. So there's less stress to get it kind of working really well. And your system is right. pretty beefy, isn't it, Gary? Have you got a thirty eighty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's a really good card. So mm. it be, you know,
0: I think uh, I'm in yeah. the same boat. I, I got it to work, um, but I feel like I it could do better. I just haven't. How, how had... are
3: you you've been using it? Have you been flying?
0: I tried it once. Yes. yes. I was waiting. I was waiting for my turn to speak. Oh.
3: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no, just, just, butt in, please. <laughs> oh yes,
0: yes. It's so, your turn now. <laughs> so basically, what happened is that we finally, my husband and I, managed to snatch thirty eighty after months of trying. And yes, I'll,
1: congratulations!
0: Thank you. It's nice super one, well exciting. And I'll let you in on a secret. Go to newegg, dot com. They give like. Daily giveaways or shuffle that you can participate. So it's so you get it for free. How it works? Oh no, <laughs> win the right to spend the money. Wow. I love wow. this. that. that's how things are right
3: now. <laughs> to get
0: the gra- exactly, yeah, that's how it was in like right when you know the Soviet Union collapsed and like there were right before you know there was a shortage of like basic necessities like toilet paper, milk, hot dogs, like Noodles. whatever. I so, meat. Me- meeting you would stand in line because every people had money but they didn't have the supply so like take my money give me stuff there's no stuff you have to stand in line for three hours to get like to get a sausage or something it's the same thing like people are ready to spend fifteen hundred dollars on graphics card or more and there's just not enough graphics card so we finally won an opportunity (laughs) to spend a lot of money to get 30 80 and we finally got it so we're very excited. <laughs> no, I,
3: and no, so one of the things,
0: good. you know, that we've been doing, we're just kind of trying some some games, even though these past weeks, you know, they've been, they've been so busy. And it sounds kind of tacky to say it because it kind of su- sounds like an excuse for not doing things. You know, how people ask them, hey, let's go hang out. I can't. I'm too busy. <laughs> it was literally <laughs> the busiest time I can remember because I've had... My dissertation proposal defends that I finally defended.
1: Congratulations.
0: Thank you. We had the crazy time at work, which I, you know, I loved it, but it was super crazy with the channel, with the work, with some things that are happening just in life. I was working like 11, 12 hours a day, and I'm so glad that things are getting better now, so I haven't tried anything like super new. But I tried some games that we played before, like with this new graphics card. We tried, um, you know, Lone Echo 2. Really love that. But it
3: was so much better now. I'm oh my like, god!
0: Wow. It's so <laughs> nice when you don't have to tweak every little thing. Okay, yes. let's lower the graphics a little bit. Maybe yeah. now it's going to run Crank smoothly. it up. <laughs> Crank it up. Yeah, just to find that fine line when it's you know bearable in terms of graphics is not not laggy. It was like the worst. It was awful to to try to set it up with like my twenty sixty. And uh, now I just like plug it in, boom, it works. And I don't have right. to do anything. I know I can do something to make it work even better, which I will do uh, later. Oh, there's
3: always, always ways to make things, always stuff. make things more impressive.
0: But we did try Flight Simulator. It was amazing. Like, oh, wow, so perfect. much better than playing it on the lowest possible settings when everything <laughs> looks like it's made of cardboard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so beautiful, isn't it? Like, it it's, actually, it's really something special.
0: Looks, it is yeah, very so special.
3: Impressive. In terms of sort of, uh, you know, uh, the achievements in, in software engineering, if I can call it that, like Microsoft Flight Simulator is up there as one of the big, biggest achievements when it comes to a piece of software. It, it, if you think about it, it's absolutely astounding what they're, what they're doing with this, really. It's, it's the, the scope of it.
2: Yeah. When you yeah. think about it, it's the scope. And I think you're right. It's the achievement and it gets a lot of criticism as well based on yes. updates and things like that, which sometimes, I mean, I can sympathize with with some people that criticize. They want to get in and, and enjoy it bug-free. But when you take a step back and think of what they've achieved with this simulator and just think of the scope of what they have to deal with in there, I think you can, you know, it's a little bit like Elite Dangerous. I, I forgive yeah. Elite <laughs> Dangerous occasionally with some of these bugs and things like that that it has. And the same for Microsoft Flight Simulator, I think.
3: Yeah, well said. Yeah, Elite Dangerous is another big sim, isn't it? I, I actually call that a sim because yeah, it is. The yeah. learning curve is quite hefty on that. I remember I had no idea what I was doing until my a friend who played it all <laughs> the time, kind of gave me a bit of a you know walk through for, and it took me like it, even then it took me a while to understand a few things. But yeah, it with anything like anything sim related like that where there's so many different variables, every flight's different. Like you could do the same flight. From Germany to the UK, you know, in, your, in in this plane, you could do it ten times and it'd be different every time because yeah. of the weather and the AI and just the physics—it's just—it's incredibly, uh, you know, complex piece of software. But I mean, I'm the first to admit I do moan a lot when they get things wrong. The only thing is with Asobo, they get silly things wrong. You know, <laughs> yeah. they've made the most beautiful sim ever, and then they they completely wreck the VR you know like the toolbar where you can't yes. even do anything like what's that about that, what? is,
2: that is frustrating yeah and here we go we've got we're criticizing flight simulator yes, but
3: it's, it, it's it's
2: frustrating <laughs> because you love the game so much you want you want it to be, be good when when you go back in but the other thing like like the menu system the aliasing was broken for so long on that just yes. that menu screen you just think how can that be difficult but yeah never right, mind. Right. I mean, <laughs> i'm in the
3: beat there's an open beat at the moment and uh if you if you log the actual beta is actually pretty decent. You just just uh, apply okay. to go into that. And it works really well now. But uh, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> it is bizarre. But, you
0: know, but now that my graphics card is ready, like the computer is ready, I'm ready to upgrade some more of a VR hardware too. I want to try it all now. Next, now I'm ready. I want to see it all. I want Wario Area. I want it all. So 2022 <laughs> is going to be a big year. Bring it
1: on. Send everything to Tatiana, dear yeah. hardware <laughs> Do manufacturers. That.
0: You know, this thing is great, but I think I'm ready now.
1: <laughs> yeah, ready for <laughs> I mean, the I, next thing. Yeah.
0: Speaking of the like 3D printers and stuff, I don't have a 3D printer. But the other day, oh, actually, several weeks ago, we went like to, you know, uh, for the weekend, we just went to a different city to relax a little bit, just kind of change the scenery. And we like going to different antique stores. And one thing I didn't expect to see in an antique store is this thing. <laughs>
1: What? What is that? And we know what you use that for now. A golem, yeah. You're right, of course. You're and right, obviously. He
0: really printed one and he spray painted like with white and black paint to make him look like there's shadow on his, on his face. Wow, on his wow. And it looks absolutely stunning. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want this thing. It costs like $20. I'm like, yeah, take my money. That's amazing. That's a bargain. That, that's yeah. a
1: bargain. And, and, it's and it's like a perfect VR headset stand yes. Perfect. Exactly. That's and what I seeing. Oh, Gollum is using virtual <laughs> reality. Are you kidding oh, me?
0: it's amazing that's and so so, cool. this is my stand yeah and of I course so much <laughs>
2: that is good yeah. for
1: twenty dollars that's really a bargain yeah. absolutely
2: i'm looking at that and all i'm thinking is that must have been like a 48 hour print that because <laughs> that would have taken a long time to print out that
0: now you're looking at it from the professional standpoint <laughs> <I>
2: <laughs> you know <laughs> there you go i'm just
0: gonna
3: no, it. i'm really torn now i I don't know whether to have Gary's stand or that. I don't know. which. Maybe I'll just get both of them. And I'll put the of G2 and 1 and then the quest. That on makes that sense. One, that,
1: that makes idea. sense. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but, but Gary, how long does it take to print out one of your um, stands of the F- wall mounts?
2: 15 hours. No. That? Yeah, 15, hours. 15
1: hours. Oh, my it's goodness. It's because
2: I've got a budget 3D printer. That's okay. why. You okay. pay a lot more money to mm. get faster ones. But yeah.
1: Right, wow, that takes so long time.
2: It does, yeah. So
1: $17, uh, it's, it's, it's like a bargain, actually, I think, for your well, time. You have to sit next to it and look at it <laughs> for 15 yeah, hours.
2: Yeah. That's right, that's exactly <laughs> it. I have to cancel work <laughs> just so I can watch it <laughs> Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, Cool. Um,
0: something happened longer than just this week i mean it was it was much yeah. earlier than that but Tell i don't us. know if i ever told you about it maybe i did i don't remember but i got playstation 5
1: oh, oh congratulations God. yeah it's yes. it's great right
0: and it it's great but i got to be honest i was perfectly happy with my ps4 and the biggest red, uh, reason i got it was you know when playstation vr2 comes out i'll be ready because it's so hard to get the fifth one. And That's I got the point. an invitation and the an email that said that we reserved one for you. I'm like, what does it mean you reserve one for you? And I go in there and it's like a 20-minute line waiting for my turn to place an order. S- same thing as it was with a, with a graphics card. So I got I got a chance to buy it. Well, <laughs> <I'm> like, okay, <laughs> thanks for giving me all these chances to spend all the hard earned money. And I spent it because <laughs> I wanted.
2: So you got a 3080 and a PlayStation 5. You're living the dream. That's (laughs) amazing.
1: Wow. Your live is so good.
0: I'm ready. I I finally caught up with you guys. And today I tried The Matrix Awakens. Oh, I tried that too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, tell us about it.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't want it too much because I would, you know, whoever's watching this podcast, I want you guys to try it if you have PlayStation 5 or I believe Xbox One. You get to try this demo, sort of like a promo uh, sandbox video game that they created to promote the new Matrix movie. It looks stunning. It's the best. I I can't even begin because I tried it literally an hour before the show, and I'm like, oh my god, I have to get oh, ready for the show. But I just wanna I walk I wanna walk around in this beautiful city. In the I Matrix was shocked universe. too i could not believe how good the graphics look like it's not a oh, full like. game it's more like a, a sandbox where you are you're walking in the city basically but it shows you the ability of this unreal engine to to render the most unexplicably marvelous graphics you probably have ever seen in your
1: life like, you have to try I, it if you have playstation I 5. Like,
0: whatever i say will not do it justice yeah, and and then experience.
1: in the in the beginning, like Keanu Reeves talks with uh, Carrie and Moss, and I was like watching it. Okay, cool. This is like a video, right? No, this is a not a video. This is being rendered. These wow. guys are not real. These guys
0: are not moving. And it's yet like
1: yet. I, I was like so shocked to find out about this when I, I read about it later. Like like what? Yeah.
0: It's a glimpse into the very near future of of gaming, and yeah. it's like I can't Always, believe how good it is.
2: A- I think it's available on the Epic Store on PC as well, because I was looking into oh, really? this yesterday. I've not got a PlayStation 5, but a lot of people were talking about this. So, um, But I think you need to install the Unreal Engine, and then it's like one of the demos or something that you get installed along with the Unreal Engine, if my understanding is correct. I didn't actually get, get time to, to do it, um, but it's on my list. It's one of the things I really do want to want to try, because a lot of people are saying how great the graphics are, and just hearing you guys talk about it too
1: it's it's uh, yeah mind blowing it's really mind blowing and then we know what's going to happen and what's possible like right with the next gda for example it can look like this it's it's incredible it looks so it real will.
0: Yeah, and it's also I didn't need to be hyped up for the new Matrix movie. Like I oh. seriously didn't <laughs> need to be hyped up, but they decided, you know, to make to make it happen and like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I watched any so of happy. their films? I, what I, I, need, I need to. I, oh,
3: I've never okay, any... Steve, yeah. um... you've got Kick to. Pick him out. Kick <laughs> him <Yeah>. out. I'm <laughs> The only person in the world who's never watched any. The first of their one. Films.
1: Actually, I'm jealous of this him. is a I'm this so is a so tough jealous. one. This is a tough one that you are on this podcast right now with not having watched the Matrix.
0: But, but I'm so jealous of him That's not it. having watched it because I oh, wish.
3: I <laughs> know. I
2: knew you were going to do that. <laughs> I tell you, everything that that first one leads up to that end section is just it. It's just fantastic that that first film. And the problem the first is the movie. sequels. Yeah, the first, se- the, and then the sequels, the sequels that came out, they just could never live up to that feeling of that first one i don't think and that's where they fell down a little bit for me I've, from, i need me re- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for, for me too yeah for me
1: too i says it that
3: says everything
1: Space really. Denison, <laughs> he says it or he or she <laughs> yeah. what the watch matrix come on really really i it, I'm it's
3: all, not it's not really science all, fiction it, though, it, that much um, man
1: this right. is also about virtual reality my friend you have to it's watch this
0: it's virtual it's even
1: deeper it's, like it's it's one of the the
2: best superhero films that is yeah. not Nothing to do with Marvel, thankfully. No, exactly.
1: Yeah. Oh, I
0: agree with Artful. So Matrix and Ready Player One, the book even more so than the movie, are like the, the Bible of VR, of any exactly. VR enthusiast. Like, exactly. This is the, the uh, epitome of what VR is, representation of VR in pop culture.
1: Exactly. I guess
0: that's my
3: homework then for um, you know until you have the to next watch podcast it. next year I'll 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 watch the movie I promise. You have to do it. You have At to do it. this is
1: this is <laughs> really like this is my favorite movie of all times. The it's Matrix. It's on my wow. list. It's in
2: my top 5 as well. Really? Yeah. It's nothing to do with VR. It's nothing to do. It's yeah. not I don't even I'm, necessarily consider it a VR movie to be honest, I watched it's it so before weird. I liked VR. Yeah, exactly. I did too.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, right.
0: was yeah. like before VR like existed in a way that yeah. We oh did. yeah, think yeah. about it now. You know how we think about VR now. It wasn't even in the cards when the movie was created. So it was a completely, completely new.
1: Oh my goodness! Yeah.
0: Idea. I'm so hyped for the is. new
1: movie. And have you watched the trailers? They're so good. Yeah. I still know kung fu. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like what? Come on! It's yeah. this is going to be good. Steve, we just have
0: a separate podcast. You, about you have to, yeah, exactly. We could
1: just talk about that all day. I will. Yeah.
3: I will watch it. I promise you this. I'm, yeah, I'm off work now for two weeks, so I am definitely going to watch. You won't at regret it. The first, it. One. Being the
2: first one, like no. that. Yeah. Just, is it was. on
3: Netflix? Anybody know? It, it was. Like,
2: I, I think it's still is. Amazon. Yeah, it is. Prime. Prime. Yeah, yeah, Prime right.
0: Prime yeah, right. It's yeah, right. Old enough to be <laughs> easily discoverable. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
3: exactly.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll it, definitely watch
3: it.
1: You could even watch it like in your VR headset, in the aero, in big screen, yeah,
0: in oh, virtual wow, reality. Come cool. on, come really on. Cool. How beautiful
1: is that? Okay, you have actually, to do it.
0: We're going to do this. Uh, my husband and I were going to watch this on big screen before. the. Yes, this is a great idea. Thank <laughs> this you. This is a good idea, right? Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs>
1: oh. Yeah, cool, cool. Anything more, Tatiana, that happened in your VR world?
0: Uh. Honestly just like wrapping up everything um with with this year. It's a crazy year and I'm going to be traveling for Christmas, so there's a lot to catch up. But one you know, one thing that I guess like the game the new game that I tried, which is super cute. Little cities. I loved Little Cities. Have you heard mm. of that one? That sounds kind of cute already.
1: Heard? Yes, it's, yeah. so, it's like Sim City yeah. in VR it, or something. It
0: is Sim City in VR. Yes, and uh, the first one of this of this genre, I believe. I don't think that there's anything like that uh, yet. I guess. There's, so. I think
2: there's, they've got competition coming pretty soon, haven't they? With
0: it is crazy because I yeah. reached out to Little Cities and I said, "Is there any relation between you know Little Cities and?" The other game is literally called Cities.
2: Cities, Skyline. What? And they're
0: like, no, no, there's no relation. It just so happened that the other, you know, another company that we, you know, um, uh, adore and respect so much decided to release a game that's very similar in nature the same time. So both games are going to be releasing in uh, spring. 2022. And you can imagine how many content creators are going to be putting comparison little <laughs> cities, and city skyline together. Mm-hmm. Which one is the best? But, you know, bring them on. <laughs> I'll play both of them. It's super nice. It's very relaxing. It's intuitive and it has this, you know, unlockable system or the more you you build, the more you level up and you get um, um, new buildings sort of unlocked and it gets really addicting because you, you, you keep Anticipating what's going to be unlocked next. What am I going to build next? It's it's super nice. And it's only, you know, it's super early version. They have like six months left. The game is going to get even better. So I'm, I'm actually very excited about this new genre in VR.
2: Who um nice. Who is the developer of lit, Little Cities? In, we, and, and Dreams. And, and Dreams, yeah. Because they, what, what they're doing, because mm. I think the, the thing around this is that Cities VR that's coming out is Cities Skylines, which is, mm-hmm. you know, it's a huge... Flat yeah. screen, flat PC game anyway. And it's done really well over the past few years. So that's like the VR version. And that's probably going to get a lot of attention. But what End Dreams are doing with Little Cities is interesting. Because this, I believe it started out as sort of a little side project initially mm-hmm. with two people at End Dreams. And it just expanded and expanded. And I think the in the marketing of this, they've, they've shown a real story behind this game as well. And I think that's a really clever way to... Give it a, another side to give it some kind of competition against this. This what presumably will be a bigger game. Um, possibly, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But Based on I, the
0: trailers, it it seems a lot bigger. Yeah. Um, the little cities feels like I don't know if you've ever tried the mobile version of SimCity.
2: No, I've not. No. I, no, no.
0: It's a much more simple version. Like a lot more sort of like dumbed down. It's 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 easier to play. It's easier to to grasp, but it. Lacks complexity that the original like computer version. That reminded me of that, and it doesn't mean it's bad. Um, it's just sort of a different, a imag- different image of the same. Yeah, same. Genre. I think so it's good to have a variety.
2: Yeah, and I think uh, my point is as well. I think it's just that their marketing <laughs> around this is the way that they need to they need to market it in order to give it some kind of competition against Cities VR, which is going to be a, uh, a, a bigger <laughs> game. That's all. <laughs>
0: Yeah good. People oh, want good. steam too much. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I I, I wish I had said anything now. <laughs> I don't think anyone is gonna believe that you never watched. It. People are gonna
1: think that oh, he's faking. <laughs> like, like, like I'm shocked. Like like wow, <laughs> Steve, you really have to record your reaction like after you oh, watch like the movie. I am.
3: I'm gonna do a, a raw reaction. And like, then, like like, yeah. chop, like, like a, thumbnail and everything.
1: Like, like at mean? the end of 2021. I mean, I was I was like shocked in 1999 <laughs> when I watched it. You know. Yeah. So, so wow. Let's see how 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 you how you feel like 20 years later, more but than 20 action. years later.
2: A reaction video should just be Steve completely silent all the way through the video <laughs> then taking his head off and just going, that
1: was crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Brilliant. <laughs> who knows, who knows.
0: Losing all subscribers overnight. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <every> yeah. <laughs> I,
3: I dare say it's crap because obviously everyone loves this film. So maybe it's a bad idea if I do a, a reaction video because I might not like it. I'm sure I will though. I'm sure it'll be fine. I, I
1: think you will love it, really. <laughs> I really think you will love it. Oh my goodness! I can't wait to watch that movie. It's going to happen so soon, and we're going to see, uh, yeah, Keanu Reeves again and Carrie and Moss. It's going to be so good. Yeah. Oh my goodness.
0: Well, Sebastian, how was your week?
1: Yeah. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for asking me uh, (laughs) the question. Yeah. Well. Um, I'm on my season break, and you can tell how well that is working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah i was I was actually expecting myself to be sipping on like mild wine f- for like every single day, but then no, it it didn't happen because all these companies are sending me their VR hardware and and I can't just wait to show it to people, right? And uh, this is actually, this is what happened. This is the uh, Apara Steam VR tracker which you put on the para headset which kind of a uh, uh, few uh, few YouTubers got, right? Also like Steve and Tatiana you also got it. But yeah. this now this now really makes it a viable headset because before this, this Nolo tracker is kind of like uh, like you can't really use it very well. It's, it's 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 terrible honestly speaking. But now with the Steam VR tracker this is like a whole different thing. And this makes it like a viable headset. So right now I'm testing it. I'm coming back to the office. I'm, I'm doing all these videos for Patreon and like the, the first two hour video, I put it out for the general public to see. And yeah, I'm going to review this because I know people are wondering now, should they back it, yes or no? So I, I try to understand it as good as possible. And I will make another video for the general public where I give, yeah the general public like uh, yeah, like my final thoughts. And yeah, well, that is coming up <laughs> on the <laughs> channel. Yeah, so that's going to be very interesting, I believe. So this is good. Then also, I received um, the, the new version of the HP Reverb G2. Right, so, so this is also what I'm testing out right now. It has some new face gasket, the new cable, and also the tracking is supposed to be better. So this is what I'm checking out. Then also, in my season break, I got the new, uh, the the final version of the Pimix 8KX with the new um, deluxe um, audio that, that you also have, Steve, right? Yes. So, yes. so I'm, I don't know. What's the matter with all these companies sending <laughs> me all that now? I'm where looking. I thought, like, okay, you know what, at the end of the year, I'm going to relax. <laughs> and I will still relax a bit, but I, I still, you know, you know, I'm an enthusiast with this whole VR stuff. So I, I just need to look into this stuff and I, I will make some videos. For sure, this one, I will still do probably like a a live review where I just go online on uh, where I just go live on the channel and and just just talk about it without like uh, making a perfectly cut video. So that's 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 something that you can look forward to. Yeah. So uh, next to the wine, (laughs) I'm checking out all this hardware (laughs) because, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of all these these hardware things. And it's, it's exciting to to see that micro OLED display in action as a viable headset. Very, very cool. Very, very cool. Yeah, so so that's what I'm doing right now. And also, I played with you guys. I played, um, yeah, After the Fall, which was pretty cool. <laughs> and we are <laughs> going to talk about this as the next topic. Yeah, for, I think for, for my week... That, that's really it. I'm checking out new hardware. And uh, they're posting lots of um, videos to Patreon. If you want to see them, go to MRTVElites.com. I think it's worth it. Only $1. And you can see all the stuff that I'm doing with all these headsets. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for me. And tomorrow, actually, I am flying to Prague, which is beautiful. I love the city. And I'm going to look at two new VR headsets. So that wow. is cool. yeah. Two, yeah two more? Two, Which two, are, two, are you allowed to say? Um, no, I'm not allowed to say. Ah. Um, but, I, well, um, it's going to happen the day after tomorrow. So tomorrow I'm going to fly there. And then the day afterwards, there's going to be the presentation and the announcement of these two brand new VR headsets that nobody knows about. Nothing. Zero. They're going to exclusively unveil it there. And, yeah. Obviously, you will be able to see them on MRTV, so if you haven't done so yet, absolutely subscribe to the channel, and you will get my first hands-on of absolutely new hardware that no one else has ever touched before, other than the makers of this hardware. So that is going to be super exciting, very much looking looking forward to go to Prague, and yeah, that's going that to be
2: exciting. good I didn't, I didn't yeah. know about that. Actually, that's no, I didn't know. I, I'm yeah. kind I of like my head's just blown. I, I'm yeah. like, oh
0: I, I just read it on Twitter. You posted. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the best just traveling the world, yeah. chasing all exactly. the headsets that ever existed.
1: <laughs> exactly. I'm doing <laughs> two, the, the, two the thing that I love. I'm trying headsets. It's crazy that I'm that, oh, that this God. is my job <laughs> to put on headsets, which I love. Uh, this is yeah. good. Yeah, I'm I'm a happy guy. I'm a lucky guy. Yeah, so absolutely stay tuned to MRTV. You're going to see like yeah, the exclusive unveiling of two headsets on the channel. Nice, 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 nice. And uh, like, yeah, it's, it's very surprising, I think. That's going to be really cool. So, that's going to happen here on the channel in my season break. Great.
0: Congratulations, <laughs> by the way, on hitting 60,000, which I Oh, I'm yeah. Just, like, you only have 63. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going
1: to 65, 70. Hopefully, next year, I'm going to break the 100,000. And deserve yeah. It. yeah Thank you. It's going to happen for you for sure. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'll just stick to it. I'll just keep on doing what I'm doing and then, wow, at 100,000, this is going to be good. <laughs> okay. I will party on the channel. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, so we have talked about all of our weeks and, yeah, already 40, <laughs> 43 minutes without having talked about the year at all. Probably this is going to be quite a long show. But anyway, since this is the last show of the year, yeah, why not? Why not? Let's have some fun. So... Why not talk about our session? And, you know, I love to play together with you. We we did that (laughs) before this year. We played Demio together, which was amazing, incredible. And now we played after the fall. So after the fall, it just came out. And they have already, like, broken records, like, sold a lot, made over a million uh, in revenues. Right? So really, congratulations to Vertigo. They really pulled it off. And, yeah, let's talk about our session, our playing session of After the Fall. And, um, yeah, Tatiana, what, what, what are your thoughts about us playing this together? What are your thoughts about the game?
0: Oh, man, I was so excited <laughs> when you guys brought it up on Discord. I mean, I I brought it up immediately after <laughs> I played it for the first time because I right. wanted to try it just, you know, to see what a game is about. And it was like the early access uh, for only like two days or something. And I played with some just random people. I didn't even know them. And I thought how fun, you know, playing with randoms can be. And I had like <laughs> amazing time <laughs> kind of, even if you don't know the people, you're on the same team against these hordes of zombies it just felt really incredible. I thought, Oh my gosh, yeah. this going gotta be, if it was so much fun playing with just people, I had no idea who they were, how, I can only imagine how incredibly it will be playing with your friends. So I'm like, right. we got to play together. And when we did, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even like first-person shooters that much <laughs> because I feel like I suck. Like, I'm always, like, the worst. And people, like, they're going to be disappointed. If I'm on their team. Even, it might not necessarily be true, but I have, like, this self-conscious kind of feeling because I don't play that much. Yeah, here we go. And then the game, first of all, it was made... So easy. Like reloading, which is something I mess up all the time, was so easily done. Like healing with those magic syringes was another thing, and we could help each other. And it was incredible. And I was playing on Quest 2 this time, the standalone one. This one the video you can see like right now, Sebastian's showing. Thank you. That's the comparison video that I'st strap giveaway. <laughs> yeah, right. you can you can go a little bit forward. Uh yes, yes, sure. Because I also played the Steam VR version first, and this one is a Quest version. So, uh, you know, courtesy of Steve, who also recorded uh, his session when he was playing on... What were you playing on, Steve?
3: Uh, SteamVR uh, PC, obviously, yeah. uh, but, but Air, Link.
0: Air Oh, yeah. So were you playing on Quest 2?
3: Yes, I was playing the Quest 2, yeah.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, so I used parts of his footage and parts of my footage to kind of show... Oh, the difference in yeah.
1: oh, so cool! It looks fantastic yeah. to oh, see it the... uh, yeah. side by side.
0: Yeah, That's really and... clever. You
3: have you done that? Especially because it wasn't your footage, so you've done really well doing that. Oh, I haven't this... seen the video yet.
0: This one is my footage though, because it's just the beginning. It's before we got online. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, but I was. It was so funny to see the difference in graphics. Ah, yeah. Some of the things I never noticed. For example, like when you look at zombies, and they will show up in just a few seconds. Zombies on Quest 2 have clothes on. They're clothes wearing, on. wearing like T-shirts and something else. Oh. And while with PC VR, you can see like all oh, the little details on them. So the interesting. I would never notice. And and they did it. Really? So they used the resources on Quest 2 and make it work because it runs incredibly on Quest 2. But they are, you know, they were, they have clothes on. You <laughs> just cover all these details. It's so that funny. Was <laughs> awesome. Yeah
1: wow that's so funny yeah that's but, so interesting
0: but you know i made the video and i don't want to bash the quest 2 version of the game in any way because it's it's basically like this incredible game on a on a mobile phone kind of like yeah exactly portable right version. you can bring it uh, and, anywhere and i had so much fun playing with you guys even you know even though the graphics was considerably degraded It's just, it's incredible. Okay, someone else give it a go because I can talk about it forever.
1: (laughs) Yeah, cool. So so you really enjoyed it, playing it on the Quest. And uh, how about Gary? What were your thoughts about After the Fall?
2: Yeah, well, uh, this is um, sort of similar to Tetyana in some ways because I, I don't play. I play first person shooters, but not multiplayer. I never play like multiplayer first person shooters, really. Um, and I'm not. I've mentioned numerous times. I'm not really a multiplayer person, so I don't sort of gravitate towards these kinds of games anyway. Um, but of course, you know, if somebody puts it in the Discord, let's all get together and play a game. Then I'm probably going to be up <laughs> for that, honestly. If I'm playing with people I know, then That's that will so that, that will be yeah. fine. Yeah.
0: It's all about um, finding the right crowd.
2: Like, yeah, it talk. really is, yeah. And and the difference from going into this game where I went in for about 30 minutes just like with bots. So I just went in with AI bots just to get, you know, acclimatized to it. And the difference from playing the game that way to playing with you guys was night and day. It was a completely different experience, and it was so much fun. I've got to say, uh, you know, hands off to, to these guys. They've done a great job on this game. I think it can take a certain amount of criticism as well, and mm-hmm. I'll get into that a little bit later on. But the like the experience of playing this with you was fun I mean that's what it was yeah. it was just absolutely exactly. non-stop
1: fun it was fun and,
2: and we played for what how long was it like an hour and a half hour and yeah for, sure. yeah for sure for
1: sure and
2: yeah. it flew by absolutely flew by and I could have you know I could have probably carried if I didn't have other stuff to do I could have carried <laughs> on playing um quite happily for I could have played through all the levels that night with you guys honestly I yeah think so. great. I think
1: so yeah you're yeah. yeah, right exactly but,
0: but I was like again when I was looking at those footage did you even realize that we look completely different on different headsets
1: um, Like the
0: way i saw you was not the yeah. same way that like steve saw you you're
2: oh, you're right. character wise the mean? characters
0: yeah yes oh, oh okay. I, really? you, I didn't know could, that could, could you pull that video one more time yeah of course if wait, you wait might because that blew my mind because i only realized it when i looked at um steve's video just a little How bit that back wow just a bit back uh Oh, okay, that's a different thing. That's a different thing. That's when um when we were looking at the wall motivational oh, yeah. posters. <laughs> and half of oh, no the people saw the poster and the <laughs> other half who are in quest, they just saw a plain wall with nothing on it because they removed the poster on the quest version. Yeah,
1: yeah right. That makes sense.
0: But so that means I, they're less
1: motivated to yeah,
0: play <laughs> They would be less motivated. motivated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, look yeah. at
3: that,
1: there, yeah. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah, if right. You, it looks different. If you,
0: if you go a little bit back, like I show Sebastian uh, uh, really close up.
1: Like like when is it? Like uh, back,
0: back, 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 like all the way to the beginning. I all the guess, way yeah, to the beginning. Like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, can... yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. Forward. After I get, yeah, after this uh, frozen scene, after the frozen scenes immediately, uh after the after the whole uh, white scene. Okay. Yeah. So basically in quest version, yes, must be here. After the whole uh yeah, so when we got all together on quest version, all the characters wear masks.
2: They're
0: right. all masks. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Like uh, that. Yes, right.
3: Yeah, I can see.
0: And then you can see right. there are faces on the PCVR version. And it right, kind of right. looks like makes sense. A girl? I don't know.
1: <laughs> all right. Yeah, so
0: I was making comments that about everybody wearing masks and nobody was responding like, <laughs> you're guys, like, eh? you're yeah, wearing <laughs> masks, <Yeah>. come on. <laughs> I did remember that. Bit so the that
1: Quest one. version is way safer as what COVID is concerned. Yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> I said the bad word, working. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's one of the big things as well. Uh, so some guy has commented as well saying the flashlights don't even show. So on the Quest, that, that's one of the big things I think that, that people have mentioned about the differences. Because some of the differences yeah. are superficial and not that important. I suppose the lighting in some ways is is that way too. But it also adds probably a little bit of a gameplay element as well. If you're in a really dark area or something
3: like that. No, because they, they changed the, the lighting in the Quest 2 version. It's yeah. So the, so the dark they scenes are not yeah. really that dark because of that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know why they did. They chose to do that because you can use a flash like uh, you know a quest two can handle a a ray mm. of light, but not not like it would be a volumetric like ray of light like it would be on a PC. But like in Saints and Sinners, I'm sure there's a there's a there's a torch. In fact, there is when you go down to the in the church and you can you, you look around and that's the quest two standalone. So I guess I it's just
2: what what else this game is doing as well at the same Perhaps, time yeah, or something like true, that. Yeah. yeah. That's
3: good. Look at that there. That's quite yeah. a illustration.
1: Yeah, that was that was really fun. And but I still think it's fantastic that the quest actually can have this game. Of course it doesn't look as good as PC VR, but it's still fantastic in my opinion that they can do this on yeah, a standalone system, right? And it's still fun. I mean, Tatiana, you had fun.
0: Yeah, I, right? I wasn't going to like bash the game in any way. I'm, I'm just showing, you know, this is what you can expect. There's some yeah, interesting right. things. You can just think about it. They basically created a new game because it's not just downgraded graphics. They literally changed so much just to make it work for Quest 2. There's so much work that went into it, and it works perfectly. Uh, if you're willing to, you know, look over the graphics hit that the game took you'll have just as much fun playing Quest version than than you do PC VR so yeah it was incredible but i i am going to play PC VR next time
1: yeah it looks, it looks <laughs> if so good you have a
0: choice if you have a choice yes. go for PC VR
1: that makes sense that makes sense so steve uh, what were your thoughts about the game
3: yeah i just i think really um you can tell that vertigo games have done this before and what i mean by that is that just the mechanics and the feel of being in that environment, and the way everything just felt tight—you know, the, whole, the the game didn't feel buggy, or it, you know, the movement and everything just felt very natural. And that shows—it shows that their experience in the VR space, you know, that they put all that effort into this game, and it definitely shows uh, in in terms of the gameplay. Um, just even like the guns, they, they felt good, you know, and they just, do feel great. Yeah, just, like the simple, like, you know, you can you can actually, um, you know, reload the gun properly, like, you know, if you're really hardcore. But, you know, you can also kind of just pull it to your chest a bit like Arizona Sunshine, and I like that element because really when there's hordes of zombies coming at you anyway, that's pretty unrealistic. So I, I don't feel too guilty in using that as a, as a, as a <laughs> yeah. quick way of. Um, right. You know, I did that
2: too. Yeah, I like yeah.
3: that <laughs> and it works really well. I think that's that's what struck me about the game, um, it was just I, I've played you know quite a number of different VR games, including like like for instance um, Medal of Honor, which felt a lot more clunkier and more yeah. mm-hmm. you know than this. This just felt like the mechanics and the feel of everything, just mid the movement, just it's so spot on. What I didn't like was the menu system so much. In fact, that quite that quite surprised me because the whole game does feel very slick and very refined. But I think the way you join sessions can be a bit kind of cumbersome, and you know, if you want to add a friend, this whole code thing was was quite, you know, the fact you you kind of have to wear a VR headset, and then you kind of like have to like right, put a code right. in with your keyboard. That that that's a little bit cumbersome as well if you want to mm. create a party as well. So it's not all perfect, but by any means. But overall, I mean, my God, what a fantastic co-op shooter that you know I've wanted a game like this for a very long time uh to be honest something like I didn't know what I wanted but when I played this <laughs> for the first now time now you know you wanted that's that it. yeah that's my it. first thought was this is what I've been missing in VR you know cool. and I, I really hope because at the moment that the the content is is lacking if I'm honest um I just feel like hopefully as the as the DLCs roll out and that you know they add more features then it will it will be something very it already is great but i think it just needs that extra bit of content for me personally i think but the DL,
2: the first right, dlc right. is free as well isn't it is that right yeah, i think so the first one that's coming out yeah okay uh, got yeah. it
3: because it's a launch edition and then like a gold edition or deluxe edition. Yeah, I'm not, sure
2: yeah,
1: I'm not too sure about that. But right, yeah. right. Yeah, about the friend codes, you're right. You have to type it in. But also, actually, that's the, a good thing that it's cross-play. In my opinion, it's so cool. Of that no, no matter what kind of system you have, if you're mm-hmm. on the PlayStation oh, yeah. VR, if you're on the Quest like Tatiana was or I was on a PC VR system, that we can play together. We can mm. all play together. And when I talked with uh, Vertigo before the launch, they told me they are proud of this. They are proud to be independent, not to be bought by Meta, and that they can actually do that kind of thing. So, yeah, I love it. I love that Mm -hmm. they did this. I love that it's cross-play, and no matter what kind of system you have, you can play with your friends, no matter on what kind of system they are. Super enjoyed it. And I totally agree with you all. It's so much fun just to play together. This mm-hmm. part, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, big time.
2: Yeah, I think, yeah, go ahead, Sebastian, you carry on.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so I enjoyed it, but I must also say that I'm not sure how long this could be fun for me personally. Because the the, the great thing was, of course, like shooting the zombies is fun in that moment, and the, the biggest part that that really makes me want to play it is to play with you. Because that is the great thing, because we know each other. We, we we enjoy being together in VR and experiencing something crazy like this, right? I was thinking like, wow, video look at video games. How far we got. Yes, exactly. Right? Like okay, yeah. now now we are we're in virtual reality and we're shooting zombies together. Like what kind of an amazing experience. Fantastic. Yeah. But but um, on the flip side, like it is kind of like very similar right? always the same enemies yeah. are coming at you yeah. the, the uh-huh. enemy types are very similar okay sometimes there's a big guy coming and that's it that's and it. I personally I'm not the grinding type I, I'm not so into okay I play again and, and again to get the better weapon that's not so much my thing how about you right. what, what, what are you thinking about that
0: no I completely agree with that because I that's the reason why I'm also like Gary not so much into multiplayer games because multiplayer matches and first and shooters that you're normally not story-driven and i'm really into story-driven games
1: same here so, yeah exactly so same having
0: here. a story-driven um, um mode or a campaign here you go some guy said the same thing uh <laughs> <laughs> some guy which did guy which guy <laughs> which guy some guy um would, would really fill that gap i think in the game for people who appreciate a plot and maybe even having the, you know, the campaign, but also the ability to invite your pre- your friends and to, to go through this uh, story together as a team would really make a difference for me. And then, you yeah. know, just like with Demio, they can add more campaigns later on. Right. They want to. They said it. Yes, right. So, exactly. And then, so... You can play just hordes of zombies with your friends if you want, just mindlessly shooting, or you can go through this new campaign and, like, you know, go through the story together as a team. So then maybe that would add some variety. I don't know if um, Vertigo is thinking of adding anything beyond just shooting. I don't think so, because the- that would change the genre of the game.
1: You're right. But it's at yeah.
0: Least, yeah.
2: That's exactly... That's a great point as well, Tetyana, because what I consider this, the way I consider it from playing it with you guys and playing it with, with bots is that what they've got here is a fantastic foundation for yes. something that they can build on. Yes. The problem is, at the moment, like Steve said, there's not enough content, I don't think, anywhere close. And, and like Sebastian said, I think I would also get very bored of playing through these again and again. Um, that that being said, like I think the fun that you bring to games like this, there's a reason that developers make games like this and, and bring them out in this, I would consider it almost a bit of a bare bones fashion like this, is because the initial fun comes from playing these games with friends. Right. And you make a lot of the fun yourself within these games. And then that's they important. get a chance to build on it and add certain things in. And I, and I hope that's what Vertigo have planned. And what I also hope is that the player base stays around long enough to enjoy it because what they are doing here, in my mind, is taking a bit of a gamble with this lack of content. If people get bored too early before they get a chance to yes, release this DLC, they might not come back. And I think that's the risk that they're taking. Um, right. But j- just to just to finish off, I think that it is a fantastic game. We all got keys to this. And whenever we get a key to a game and we do a review or we, we speak about a game like this, I think it's fair to say that we all try to take ourselves out of the mindset of, we got this for free. We try yes. to think about how it would be if we bought it now for me personally again, with the caveat that this is not my kind of game normally, I would struggle to pay what is forty i mean it's forty dollars isn't it that's the point that that's what i personally that's my gut feeling I would struggle to pay forty dollars for what's there at the moment, but we know more d l c is coming, so that's encouraging at, at least and um I'll watch it with a lot of interest because I think they've got a a good, solid foundation.
3: The thing is about this replayability factor for me, because I'm a massive Battlefield fan. Um, I've already got like 50, 60 hours in Battlefield, a new one. Um, And replayability there is playing with other people, even if it's not your friends. And I think they could easily fix this with that Tundra Dome, a Tundra Dome, if I can say it, (laughs) uh, where basically they could add like a team deathmatch. They could add like capture the flag. That wouldn't take a lot of uh, work on their side because they've already got the maps. They've already got that sort of mechanic in there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that way, literally that could add... Like so much, so many more hours to the game because obviously, make it. I would love a story driven campaign, that would be the ultimate. That would be, I would love it, I would love it, but that would take a a load of work, yeah. Of course, that that really would. But to add more modes in a sort of uh, you know, like all these different modes, like you would in normal, like, like Call of Duty, that's what I want from this a Call of Duty experience. Uh, in this game where you're fighting against other people maybe even add zombies maybe you can be a zombie imagine that like one team could be <laughs> zombies the others could be like mm-hmm. the shooty guys you know and you could have special sort of i don't know uh sort of powers or something but th- there's things you could play around with this and it wouldn't take a lot of work for them to implement that and then that would add mm-hmm. a huge Are amount you- of we play a bit,
0: we You could do something like uh, players versus players versus zombies. Yes. So that you're you're actually like, trying to kill each other while the zombies are trying to get you.
2: You're yeah, even a Rob yeah.
3: zombie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: well, one of the things I, I didn't mention, I know I spoke for a little bit, there, but one of the things that, that got me onto that in the first place is what Tetiana said as well about mixing up some genres a little bit within this game. And I understand. I, I agree. I think this is a personal take on this. I think that there could be sections in this game where you go in and have like a almost like a mini escape room section just to mm-hmm. break things up, rather than just constantly going from room shooting zombies, right. you move to the next room shoot zombies. I know that that's probably not going to happen, and I know it's like Tatiana says, it's mixing up genres that might cause more damage than than mm-hmm. good. Um, but that's just a personal thing for me. What I would love,
1: right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, probably um, it's it's great to just have a game where you mindlessly can shoot zombies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, really, like, okay, like some some newcomers, probably they, they don't want to have the story. Go. Probably they, they just want to shoot, right, with their friends. And and that is the game. And here we are. And they have been successful with it. And I'm happy for them.
0: I, I agree. I'm right? actually very happy with how simple they made it. Like, they've made yeah. it so simple to understand the gameplay. So... Yeah, just a simple shooter to show someone, hey, this is VR. You can literally shoot zombies with your friends yeah. and it feels amazing without yeah, right. uh, the com- complexity of the story. I guess this mode uh, has the place to be in exactly.
1: VR. So. exactly. And I'm really just think it wasn't about so it. Expensive, really, yeah, so yeah, maybe. right, right. That that is really one thing. So the price is is a bit steep, I think, for what they're offering. But, well, if you have fun with your friends, then that's probably worth it. Yeah, I hope it will would come to Viveport Infinity. If you have Viveport Infinity, then it's free. But at the moment, you have to also there at Viveport pay, uh, buy the game for like $40. Yeah, anyways, after the fall, they got a successful launch. And I'm happy for them. And it is, it is a value proposition for people who just want to mindlessly shoot at zombies with their friends. And it's fun. <laughs> I think that kind of sums it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, cool. So that's what we did. And now let's talk about 2021. What a year. The metaverse was invented by Mark Zuckerberg.
3: <laughs> I used to love that word until <laughs> they did that. And
1: it's ruined yeah. forever. <laughs> let's talk Literally. about that later. Let's, <laughs> what should we talk about first? Should we talk about um, software or should we sh- talk about hardware? What are your thoughts?
3: Oh, God, that's a tricky one. I don't, I don't really know, to be honest. I don't mind. <laughs> I think
1: there Gar- was Gary, so much we cannot during... hear you. Gary, Um, you, you are muted.
2: That was my bad, sorry. My meta. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just said we we just spoken about software a little bit okay. after the fall, maybe go into hardware first briefly. Or...
1: Yeah, right, right. Okay, cool. So, Gary, so um, what was your hardware of the year, 2021?
2: Um, yeah, I think one of the most interesting things, and it's not out yet, but of course the Kickstarter was was live, is the Lynx R1. To me, right. it's one of the most interesting products that we've had in the past year announced, and you and I got to try it as well. That and was pretty exciting. Yeah, it, it really <laughs> was, and um, I, I I liked it. I really liked what they are doing there with that, and it's not just a, a VR headset. It's got this AR functionality as well, which appeals to me as somebody that is tried a lot of VR headsets and this to me is been something new and something that is interesting. Um, so the Lynx R1 was a real big success on Kickstarter. They're doing a lot of stuff besides that as well. They're giving regular updates and I'm looking forward to hearing more um, from them in the coming months and hopefully they can make that Goal of shipping the links are one out to backers of the Kickstarter, I believe April. Is that right, Sebastian? Yeah, April I think yes, you. exactly. Um, yeah, and at the same time, I understand Kickstarters are more probably more often delayed than they're not. Um, so I'm sort of ready for a, a delay if that happens. um I don't know if there will be. Um, Stan didn't mention, you know, he's, he's pretty much confident in hitting that target, but w- we all know different things can happen especially when you've got bigger companies like valve that are delaying their products um at this time as well uh, in the steam deck we don't know exactly what's going to happen so i hope they can fulfill all their orders by april and i'm hoping to get mine then and i'll be reporting a lot more but yeah the links in terms of hardware for me the links was squarely one of the most interesting things of the last year
1: yeah, yeah, that was really cool. I mean, just to, to have a glimpse at this kind of mixed reality, right? There, there you see it right now where you can see your actual reality and also some virtual reality, like everything mixed together in a very beautiful form factor mm-hmm. and like a small company from France trying to take on the big ones, right? So uh, it was incredible to see that with you in, in Paris. So, wow, I, I agree. I, I agree that that was really interesting. Me,
3: if AR, I've never tried AR, so I feel like I need to try it to be excited about it in some ways. Like that that there, that's a great example that video you're showing there. Um I just don't think there's enough infrastructure around AR at the moment to uh, to really get excited about it in terms of, you know, software and stuff, but uh, yeah, this... I, I think it's something to be It is something I really want. I'd love to try it. I was gutted I couldn't try that headset because I think I'd feel the same as you, Gary. I think that would have been a massive highlight for me otherwise. But yeah, it does look very exciting.
2: Just quickly on this video as well, Sebastian's thumb there, it's being occluded even though it's supposed to be in front yeah. of it. But there is software that they've already done and finalized with this as well. Um, and they've got demos of occlusion, which works a lot better than than this as well. So it's more like yeah, real right. life. So if your hand is in front of the sun, the sun is, is being occluded <laughs> by mm-hmm. it in a realistic way.
1: Yeah, right. Exactly. So, yeah, that was, that was really interesting. And also what I think is interesting... These kind of special um, lenses, right? And and I mm. still have it here. Like this, uh, I don't even know what was um, the special name of this. It looks yeah. kind of like a diamond. It has like four um, parts, four quadrants. Yeah,
2: there is there is a name for it. Yeah, but, exactly. Oh, I not yeah, remember I, what it's, uh, Too complicated. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Anyways, it looks uh, it looks so interesting, and uh, you wouldn't believe that when you look through it, you you can see a normal VR picture. Just like if you would be looking at, like for example, a Quest or or some other headset, but this is happening. And so, that's how,
2: is that's this how the lens
0: would... of their own design?
1: Um, I think they 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 bought it okay. from a company, right? Um, but they they are I think like the first ones who really use it in in this kind of headset. But they're
2: using it for specific reasons. Keep because that lens can be pushed right up against the display, and right. that's what keeps the form factor so small in this headset. Uh, when compared to some some
1: others, um, so yeah, that's why they've got, they've gone down that route. Exactly. Yeah. So I totally agree with you, Gary. That was really like super exciting, yep. and uh, good luck to to the team. Right. Yep. So A yeah.
3: fourfold catadioptric free from yeah. prison lens. That sounds yeah. right. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <That, that laughs> sounds... just <laughs> guessing there. I didn't look it up at all. I'm just guessing. That's probably where <laughs> yeah, it looks like yeah, it. yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You might be right there about that name. <laughs> ah, exactly. Brilliant. Yeah, Brilliant, brilliant, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So super exciting and it um, was really cool to to see that kind of mixed reality um, happening. And that's something that in 2020, 2022 is going to happen for the masses. I mean, of course, the links is going to come out, but of course also Meta is going to come out with Project Cambria. And they will also have this kind of like mixed reality with a great color pass-through, just like as we've seen in the picture. And there's going to be so many new use cases that at this moment, we can't actually think about it. We don't know yet what's gonna happen, but it's going to be pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah, cool. So so um, Gary, thanks for, for mentioning the links are one. But is there any other headset like v r. headset that other people also use or that you that you use actually would you have like a headset of the year two thousand and twenty one for you personally
2: oh just you well <laughs> <laughs> the, the one that i well if the headsets that i use i mean i suppose I mean, what what you're asking here is for. I mean, are you ask, are you asking me to say the Quest Two? Is that really what? what uh,
1: no, no, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what you're using, really.
0: Because uh, I do use be. the
2: Quest Two a hell of a lot. <laughs> it's it's an incredible headset. Um, there's no okay. getting around it. I think <laughs> we wouldn't have that headset without Meta. As um, much of a problem, you know, is they they have around them. I think that the Quest Two is without question among the best hardware that. I've right. ever. It's one of the best things I've ever bought. <laughs> oh <Honestly. laughs> wow! That's that's, that's value uh, for money. The one yeah, of the best that is value really value. Money. It just really is, and even it as really a CVR headset, yeah. it's it's up there. Airlink wireless, and it works really well. So yeah, I I love my Quest too. I still probably use the Valve Index a little bit more, but uh, yeah, I think in terms of just what they are offering, the software updates. The air link, the 120 hertz support, the link sharpening, all of these different things that they are constantly iterating on with that headset. Yeah, wireless, it makes it, everything. It, yeah, it makes it almost impossible not to say that that's one of the VR headsets of the year.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that, that's really true. That, that makes so much sense. So you are using the Quest 2 and you're using the, the Valve Index as your daily drivers.
2: That's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you are using hardware from 2019 and from 2020. Yeah, <laughs> actually right. right. Yeah. But but, but yeah. the, the quest 2 was from the end of 2020 so so that's yeah. that's fine. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, cool, cool. So, um Tatiana, what is your 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 VR hardware? You yes. you got to you got to try some more things, right, this year?
0: Well, um just give you a little bit of a background for you and maybe for someone who doesn't know. I'm actually Relatively recent in the VR field. So I've been researching it right. for a while. Even before I started the YouTube channel, you know, it is my, my dissertation. <laughs> you know, this That's is something cool. I've been studying. So I actually got into VR as soon as I got my very first Quest, the, the black one. That's when I started the channel. So the very first videos have the first iteration of Quest. And then it was a really good timing for the channel because the Quest 2 got released and I immediately upgraded. And I've been exploring it ever since. So for me, the exploration was not just Quest, but the VR universe before it became the metaverse in general. (laughs) So I think that's what's been happening most of 2021, where I was actually exploring more of the, you know, how, you know, what kind of boundaries have been pushed with this headset. (laughs) So one has been enough for me, but I'm certainly... Uh, my interests are definitely expanding beyond that so now that i have the hardware prepared for more impressive vr devices this is going to be my resolution for 2022 to considerably increase you know my my library and my collection of vr uh headsets that i'm going to test and try out and uh compare so for now i would say that with Quest 2, just like Gary said, it's definitely uh, something that pushes other companies to work on better headsets. So as much as we don't like the, the ethical questions that are often getting ar- arise with Facebook and Meta, the headset is so good that it pushes other companies to create something that would be a competitor. And I think without Quest 2, VR wouldn't be nearly at the stage that we have it now.
1: Yeah, right. It's like selling like hotcakes. It's it's fantastic.
0: So so it's I like the fact that it brought so much attention to the VR field not just from the users, but from other manufacturers who are actually trying to catch up and create something equally good and even better. So it's like the competition is so heated now that we are, we are getting so many new announcements now. I mean, you see what's ha- what's happening this fall. So many hats are being announced and m- many more will be announced next year. I think, and I believe that Quest 2 is a very big reason for that. So yeah, I've been enjoying it this year. So many wonderful things have happened. And uh, yeah, so I, I can't say that I've used anything more than Quest 2. I do have PlayStation VR. So I can just say maybe about... Um, <laughs> maybe I can talk about my favorite Quest 2 accessory. I don't know. Yeah, yes, yeah you can.
1: Why not? It's hardware. Let's talk about yeah. hardware. So what what is it?
0: Uh, well, hands down, it's going to be the Bobo VR M2 Pro. Oh, oh I like strap it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, and it makes this uh, this great noise when you put it on, like beep, beep, beep. Exactly, it, yes, there
0: yeah. a a battery. it's the best oh, it's head strap great. I've had. Hands yeah, down, and I've tried so many. I've tried so many head straps. <laughs> I almost never <laughs> say no when I, I am asked to test something because I'm always on a quest to find the best one. I'm like, okay, and there are always two camps there is a regular head strap, kind of like the elite strap, which by the way, this one is not the elite strap, this one is Abica, but it's almost the exact copy of the elite strap but okay but i'm always pro halo type for my own reasons which my so videos you want to know why <laughs> <laughs> i prefer <laughs> halo straps but yes this is the winner for me but 2022 yeah. is going to be rich
2: do you um oh, yeah do any use you guys that have used this actually um have the issue because some people i love this this is my favorite head strap too this for is for me easy. too absolutely the daily one but some people who have used this have said that it suffers from some of the same problems is the original m2 where it sort of slides up slightly on the back of the head this section sort of slides up and i understand what they are saying with that because i struggled a little bit with that at the beginning um but i don't anymore and I, i think part of it is just really dialing in the correct position on your head and then tightening it to the point where you don't get that Right, and, mm-hmm. and in some cases, perhaps that tightening is perhaps a little bit more than you might might be used to. I don't know, but I, I I still consider it like it's it's on my quest. It's always there, and I don't regret swapping it over for my elite strap at all.
1: It's really fantastic. Um, I recently also got um, the 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 bag where this fits in actually, and I also should show it on my channel after the season break. And it's a bit bigger, so so this is really good. So I think yeah, Bobo, great name by the way, they really make good accessories. So this mm. is a very cool accessory.
0: Yeah, so so that was the accessory, I guess. But in terms of the hardware I did, I'm going to have the debut of my channel with a new headset. So I also got the Arpara, which okay, I'm cool. testing right now. So the new cool. video will be coming out. And many more. I'm awesome. just thinking
3: I haven't seen a video yet of uh of you with that headset, but I'm looking forward have, to
0: seeing
1: yeah think. I don't yeah, I mean it, with a NOLO it's so tough, right? I you, honestly really, don't you really you want... really need you really need this um yeah. this yeah. thing. I'm I'm really. stalling. I'm I'm yeah. stalling
0: making it. I did test the uh the ability of our part to connect to the uh phone. And That's, to be honest, this, yeah. this
1: is okay, yeah.
0: To be honest, I was not impressed by that, so i already oh, made Why? notes. <laughs> there are some reasons okay, oh uh, well, I don't wanna to take too much time, but basically, okay. so not talking about the image. the image is super bright and sharp. I love that, well, but first of all, you can't really use your your phone while you're in the headset because it's a touch okay. screen. Yeah, How right. are you gonna okay. know what you're touching if you're in v r
1: yeah, right, probably sure. always... you have to start the 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 video first and then put it on, probably
0: yes, right. so you basically the only functional way you know i'm all about practicality how practical is that i there's always two sides one side it's amazing technology and i appreciate it so much but the other side how can we use it so the only thing i could imagine to use this connectivity is watching movies or something right and so um the First of all, the, the mask, you know, the facial interface is extremely uncomfortable.
1: Oh, yes. it is. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I had this super, I'm so happy that this mark is gone now. I had this red mark. Like, <laughs> like, two like, weeks. like what? I was sort of like, okay, hopefully on Christmas this is gone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, And and, it's, and it bleeds the, the light all the time in there. And it's oh, so thick, goodness. irritates my skin. And if you increase the resolution, you can't see the corners of the video because it covers like the image is bigger than what you can actually see. So you can't see the whole screen, which is kind of ridiculous. I'm like, I can't enjoy that if I don't see the whole movie. So anyway, I'm not going to take too much time. That's why I haven't <laughs> made it. I was making the notes so that everything is there, but I do okay. want to test more the PC VR. Yeah, yeah. This,
1: this is then this is totally different now with the Steam VR thing. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So um to all the hardware manufacturers that are totally watching this show, send you good stuff to Tatiana. She has now the 3080 and she wants to check things out. I do. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, looking forward to, to find out more. What do you think about other things as well? Nice. Great. And now, Steve, tell us, how was your year in hardware? What was your favorite thing? What did you try out? Tell us uh, Yeah, what impressed you the most.
3: Well, I think everybody probably knows what I'm going to say. It's obviously the Vive Pro 2, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. And Seb's even gone. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's just like, what? No, I mean, actually, I just it's been a mind-blowing year for me. And honestly, I hope, Tatiana, you have the same experience I've had this year. I have tried out so many headsets. It's been mental. Uh, I've tried out, like, quite a lot of the Pimax ranges of headsets and the 8KX particularly which I love that much. I ended up buying my own, which just, wow. Um, I was so impressed with it. Um, and also obviously the vibe pro too. I tried that the original vibe pro, Mm -hmm. um, also, uh, what else was it? Oh yeah. The Vario VR three. That's what, that was amazing. Trying that thing. Um, and I think that was the turning point for me. It was kind of a double edged sword at that point for me. It was a good and bad thing because once I tried and saw that, clarity of the VR3 I was like oh my god I need this but obviously the subscription killed it for me dead in the water but some people actually you know went for it which and I've got total respect for them for doing that because still you know even with the aero I think the VR3 is probably the best VR headset in the world right now quite honestly oh. with that hand tracking and the OLED panel in in the center it's just amazing so Still, you know, VR3 owners out there still be happy with their headset you've got because it, it's absolutely amazing.
1: But it's a bit heavy.
3: But it, yes. Oh, hello, <laughs> <back>. <laughs> but I mean, for God's sake, it's the Aero. The Vario Aero for me yeah. is the most amazing headset I've ever tried. And I don't think it. I'll probably won't try anything better than that for a long time. For me personally, I, I if I had to just throw away all of my headsets now i would i'd be happy with the aero for the next (laughs) five years probably even more i don't even even care if we get facial tracking body tracking for me i don't care about any of that all i'm bothered about is that crystal clear beautiful display and the aero for me does that better than any other headset really although i have now tried the apara which is the wild card headset but i can't (laughs) quite put my finger on I'm, i'm like you tatiana at the moment i made one quick video of it Mm-hmm. I want to make loads more, but at the moment I can't because I yeah. just, I you cannot. Need give my, you need that tracker. You need I do. I need that yeah. tracker. I need yeah. the cable. I need to understand what that headset can really do. Uh, so that's why I've just, I'm, it's killing me. I'm getting emails and comments of people saying, please show me more of the pirate. I can't at the moment.
1: Uh, yeah. But Sebastian, I made it, yeah. I'm going
3: to say, you have. Yeah. Your video just made it even worse for me because now I'm so like, so desperate to try out that tracker. I know. And also
0: waiting. Also waiting. So, like, yeah. You can send it to me after this This is so uh, going to be so good. Be
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? And I, I made like a video where I try Microsoft Flight Simulator with this, with the Apara mm-hmm. and the SteamVR tracker. And I was just thinking like, you know, in the video, actually I say like, ah, oh, Steve, um, we are guy. Like I'm your competition <laughs> now. <laughs> you know, like, like I'm flying there. Brilliant.
3: <laughs> you know what? In your video, when you, you were actually flying in DCS, standing up.
1: Oh yeah, that was, was tough. Was impressive. <laughs> and not to fall down, you know. You
3: didn't even crash or anything. No, uh, no, I, was, no, I, was I like, didn't. Wow, that's you know, you were natural. You're right. You were natural, honestly. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. So for you, was the arrow? Well, it, cool, it has cool. to
3: be really, but I mean, it's it's a tricky mm. one. And I, I, I've even thought about this. I, I even thought about doing a video of the best VR headset of 2021. Mm. And actually, it's the Quest 2. Quite mm-hmm. honestly, it's the Quest okay. 2 that's the best headset um, for most people. I mean, I'm a bit of a sure. weirdo. I'm a bit of a, you know, I, I'm a massive VR geek in a really a niche within a niche. Okay, and that's where the Arrow sits nicely for me. But I totally understand that for most people, it won't make really much sense if, unless you are doing high-end VR. Um, And you want to play Half-Life Alex with the most incredible visuals or you want to obviously use it for race sims and flight sims. That makes total sense because it is a professional grade headset. Actually, the Aero was first sort of imagined as a professional headset as well. But then they decided to make it consumer uh, because of the uh, because of us. Let's be honest. Me and Seb. But anyway, you know, obviously other people as well. But I think me and Seb really pushed that. And I'm very, very proud. I'm very proud of that. Um, and that for me is the biggest VR moment for me personally. Um, it probably will be for a long time to come. To
1: be yeah, to be fair, it, because it was pretty cool, really.
3: Yeah, really cool. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's just I've, I've been flying in it today for five hours. No <laughs> dodgy red face or anything. Um, thank God. Because it's so comfortable as well, you know, and uh, I don't get any eye fatigue in it. It's just easy to look through that panel. But you do need a very beefy computer, admittedly. But then... It kind of makes sense. It's, it's like Gary will understand this. I've, I've got a really nice, really nice Fender Stratocaster. Okay, It's about three grand and it's a beautiful guitar. Why would I then put a cheap five pound cable in it to uh, plug into my amplifier? It's the same thing, isn't it? You know, high end, meet, it, anything high end has to have. It has to work that the link, you know, you have to have a good computer. You have to have a good headset. It's the same with any technology. Um, it that you know, you otherwise you'll have a, a weak link somewhere, so but yeah. Uh, the Aero for me is the most amazing headset of this year, but it also mm-hmm. is probably the most unobtainable for most people, so I appreciate that. Yeah, so unfortunately, are yeah, they
2: right. are they shipping out soon? Is it because hopefully they,
3: soon, yeah, yeah,
2: because they I think they said originally the end of the year, is that right? By the end of the year or something, I'd, exactly, I'd, that's what they wanted to do. Updates on that, yeah, right. So, so the, the people that pre order it should hopefully get it
1: soon anyway. Yeah, they're in for it's a treat. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah,
3: I think for the Simming community, maybe the Reverb G2 is probably the best headset, even this year, because I still think the Reverb G2 looks brilliant. In, it in does, the, really. The limit, with the, with wow. the crop of headsets we have now, I think people realize how much of a great deal that is because it's still an amazing oh, display. Super value, for,
2: value for money, I think it's Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, d- d- this is a question. Um, You know, the new version, does it have. Different lenses, or is it the same lenses in that version?
1: I believe it's the same lenses. Okay. So I've, I've just received it. I've, I've just done my my first hands-on session, and I really, really enjoyed it a lot. So I also enjoyed the original one, because it seems like, like my eyes are like very close to the lenses anyways. But I know a lot of people had some problems with the sweet spot and the edge stretch clarity, probably because their eyes were not as close to to the lenses as my eyes are because of, of, my head, of my head shape, right? So for the new one, actually what they did, they changed the face gasket and now automatically you're much closer to the lenses and people who had problems with that before, in my opinion, I believe they will not have that problem anymore. So, yeah, I really love the new G2. Right.
3: I just, it, you know, the thing is with the G2, it's It's so incredible. I love that headset right up until the point where you do try the Apara or the Aero. I'm going to say the Apara as well. And then you go back to it and you think, my God, I suddenly feel really enclosed in terms of like, I can't really look around because the sweet spot is really tiny in the Reverb G2. And it's something I never really complain about much until I try the other headsets. And then it really Mm. is quite obvious to me and i know that you said gary when you had the reverb dc that was one of the things you had a problem with was the yeah, it, yeah it
2: was one of one of the main things however i will say that if you use that headset exclusively for pc vr i find myself just getting past it i think you just train yourself yes, not to true. Not to look around as much, and you don't, it's not like you miss that because you don't even know you're doing it. <laughs> um, yeah. so I can, I can understand people getting over it and not having a problem with it at all. And um, but it was, I think it did have a small sweet spot. I think that's,
1: but again, really, it is because the gasket put your eyes in a too far distance to the lenses.
2: Yeah, you know, I did, uh, yeah, I mean, I did try I that, that, that mod as well where it was sort of bringing the, the gasket closer. So like the franken modern yeah, and those right. kinds of things. So I did, I did try that. And look, at the end of the day, I don't think it's a major complaint It's of that headset. It's not like it's unusable or anything like that. It's just it's something that I did notice okay. when comparing it to some other headsets, that's all.
1: Right, right. Yeah, the, the G2, very cool. So um, Steve, any, anything more you would like to talk about your hardware year?
3: Well, the thing is with me, it's it's a really hard question to ask me because I've tried so many headsets over a very short amount of time as well. So I really, I just want to emphasize as well. And and I mean this, I mean, genuinely mean this, that the Pimax 8KX is also up there as a headset that I'm absolutely mind blown with every every time I use it because of the field of view. I think Mm -hmm. there's two main camps in there. There's the field of view crowd and the clarity cloud. I'm probably more cloud crowd (laughs) and i'm in i'm more into uh... such a flight simmer (laughs) i'm thinking about the clouds yeah i'm flying now uh i I am more clarity than field of view but i must admit my god in in sims like dcs when you've got you know i i kind of call it a slab of screen in front of your eyes Mm. and you just it's you're looking around you think and you've got this massive screen and it's incredible as well so i don't know i mean that headset is also a massive highlight for me. Absolutely. Um, nice. so I can't really pin it down to one headset as I suppose I could be, you know, the Aero is, but it's difficult because they're, they're both so good at doing diff- different things, but equally as important uh, for for the VR, sort of, you know, whatever you prefer, really. But, um, but yeah, the AKX is superb, as is the Aero. They're my two top headsets for this year. I'll nice. just go with that.
1: Because I'll just ramble
3: on forever otherwise.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, cool. Yeah, at one point, uh, the white FOV crowd and the crystal clear crowd. (laughs) <laughs> they will have the one headset where every they have everything. I hope it's going yeah. to happen.
3: Yeah, that might happen this time next year. We might be talking about that. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. In more detail. Uh,
1: yeah, who knows? Probably we I'm going to see that. it. Are oh, we going to see it at the CES 2022 in Las Vegas. Who knows? Probably going to see it. Yeah, cool, cool. So also let me tell you about um, my year in VR hardware. So the Vive Pro 2. Obviously, we we hoped that this would be like the clarity that the G2... Gives us with the um, with a beautiful uh, lighthouse tracking and honestly, I I don't hate that device as much as, as others do it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think <laughs> it is not so terrible, honestly speaking. But I think um, they missed the mark with the lenses. I think the lenses are just not good enough. This really has a small sweet spot and there's so much glare. If there was the Vive Pro 2 with like Aspheric lenses or with pancake lenses, this would be so good because the display of the Vive Pro 2 actually is really good, like super nice colors, high resolution. And in my opinion, they would have a winner if it wasn't for the terrible lenses And the bad microphone. (laughs) That's that's two things already. (laughs) So they have been a bit lazy, unfortunately, with the Vive Pro 2. And I don't understand how this can get through like QA, like uh, the quality assurance. So they could have had like a winner, but because of the lenses, they did not. Yeah, then my headset of the year clearly is the HTC Vive Flow. <laughs> wow what obviously i'm kidding here
2: <laughs> i knew it i knew it You said that's very uh,
1: the, the, yeah i know uh, yeah i'm german i'm a very serious guy yeah so it, it's unfortunate <laughs> it's unfortunate that this is a joke unfortunately so i i really i, I really think like again i don't understand the htc um uh, the, the decision-making process. I, I, I don't know uh, how how that happens. Like I paid myself 549 euros for the Vive Flow, and it is it has this cool form factor and everything. But first of all, in my opinion, that headset has a super strange marketing. It's all it's like it's about meditating in VR, and I don't even know people in real life who would meditate here in Germany, right? <laughs> no, really, really no. I really really meditation don't meditation right here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we we do we do the hop tea meditation, but we we don't like meditate like I I don't know people and then to try to sell it to them for 549 euros and telling them okay, you can like after work you can meditate in this. I really don't think that anyone is going to do it. Is going to pay that money to try some meditation apps and and um, the use case for me, why why I bought it next to that I buy all the hardware is that um, probably I thought that I can beautifully watch um, Netflix from my phone and stream it. And that did work for the first couple of days. Then they didn't an update. And then it just told me, yeah, it doesn't work because your phone okay. doesn't support really? digital rights management. It's like, oh. what? Like I, like, I have a really expensive um, Android phone. Like the Oppo Find Pro three, like, like it costs like thousand one hundred euros, and that should have it. I don't know. Anyways, I, I just don't understand how HTC is making these kind of decisions. Like they are wrong in so, so often with their with their with their management decisions. You know, like I think the whole world was waiting for Quest two competitor and like everyone would would have like supported them and rooted for them if they came out with one for for the masses like for the consumers right and probably people would have bought like a focus 3 that would cost like 600 euros probably or or, or like like let's say 500 euros more expensive definitely more expensive than the quest 2 but not having that that facebook force lock in right i think people would have rooted for them but you now <laughs>
0: You know what right? I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about those uh, teaser images that they posted. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. How, and so just hear me out. Yeah. So there, I remember we had this podcast right before it got announced that we like spent the whole 20 minutes probably just speculating what this new thing could be that HTC is so skillfully uh, promoting or, or teasing. And yeah. now that I think bad about it, I think that was so obvious what what the headset was but the fact that the idea was so ridiculous no one guessed it because no one could even imagine that they would just come up with a headset for meditation
1: yeah that's unbelievable it wasn't
0: even in our heads because like (laughs) surely they're not gonna make a headset for meditation we were thinking about some kind of uh, headphones some headset that (laughs) you know you can you can carry around anywhere, which which is true, but not for meditation. So now that I think about it, it was so obvious what what this headset was like, this teaser was like super transparent. It's just that we had no idea that this is an actual thing that they are going to release because it seemed. Well, odd <laughs> to release, yeah. but that's exactly what they did. So, so it's that was odd. The disappointment. Yeah,
1: it, it is. It is. And then like like wearing it it's actually not so bad in terms of visual quality but the thing is like it's very clunky to use it it only has three dof controls right you use your phone and then there's a laser pointer coming out of it and it's just clunky when you already had the quest 1 and 2 for like 2 years with like 2 6 degrees of freedom controllers and then having having to go back and being forced on some three dof controls that's I know that, having it's it just doesn't work Tethered, also yeah. having
2: it tethered as well that's yeah. a, that's a big issue and look they've got the form factor there and i've not used it so i don't know how great the form factor is but it does look pretty good yeah it's lightweight, okay not bad yeah right that. um so it's understandable that it needs to be tethered at this point in order to work and um I have seen some stuff recently. I think um, E Minor Eric Hartley he's posted posted some stuff about streaming Steam VR directly to it. And there was actually a post on Reddit where somebody said they yeah. were playing Project Cars in this headset. But the process of
1: doing that is pretty complicated. It's complicated. You need to get Rift Cat to make it happen. Yeah. And they, yeah. You still don't have real controls, right? So, so it's no, no, really. Right. It's not not for this kind of money, like. I paid 549 euros for that and it, it's just like, it's not worth it. It's, it's, it feels like rushed. It's not ready. You know, there's no, mm. there's no, um, hand tracking. And they could do hand tracking because it has cameras, right? But there's yeah. no hand tracking whatsoever. So, so, so it's like this is like the worst 549 euros that I've ever spent in my whole life. Unfortunately, wow. I have to say that HTC. I'm on so on the promotion. Oh my <laughs> goodness! Yeah. <laughs> That's so it you're off
3: the mailing list now. That is it. Yeah, yeah. I'm off
1: the mailing list. No, no. It's okay. No, no. It's it, I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm still like um like talking with HTC, obviously. And I also, I give them my honest feedback, right? Whenever cool. I, I get some hardware or what. But it's like, I, I don't understand this management decisions that, that are like uh, being done here. And I don't think that the Vive Flow is a big hit like financially for them. I, I don't think many people are picking it up. I, I see nobody talking about it. Like Like, I don't want to talk about it on my channel. I don't know no, what I- to say. Was, <laughs> no. you know,
3: quite, even my Vibe Pro 2, um, I was so excited to show that on the channel. That it had like so low views. And I was really surprised by yeah. that because uh, not by having low views on my channel, but just the, the fact that no <laughs> one was interested in that yeah, headset. Right. Like, and, right. and I did this I did, like, a few videos afterwards and just no one really was bothered about it. And I thought, hmm, okay, yeah, right. fair enough. And that kind of in, in some ways reflects uh, sort of the feelings yeah. of HTC. So,
1: yeah, so if I would have made more, vi- if if I would make more videos about the flow, it would be very bad for Vive, <laughs> honestly speaking. So the thing is, I still root for HTC. I really hope that they would do something that we want, right? Because they are probably still in the position with Viveport and a mobile Viveport yes. store, where they could actually compete against the Quest Two, where they could put up some mobile store. It could somehow compete against the Quest Store, so I really hope that the headquarter in Taiwan they would like see that as well, and that they would watch MrTV <laughs> and this podcast, listen to this podcast to find out what what we think about HTC. So I still hope they can come up with something, but it's just like time after time they are kind of like um, disappointing us. I don't understand why they didn't put the Vive
3: Pro 2 in the sort of same design as the For five, example at uh, the Focus. Um, for example. It, yeah, like sorry, go on.
1: No, no, no. You go you go on. I was finished.
3: No, I was just yeah, basically you know <laughs> okay, yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> the Vive Pro so I think we're right, gonna delay here.
1: Right, right. Yeah, right. The Focus 3 does have a nice design, but okay, it's a headset for for business customers. Yeah, yeah but anyways
3: but the thing yep. is, though, it's, it's not just the thing is the problem with with the Vive Pro Two is that they stuck the, a a really high resolution 5K panel in the same design headset as the original Vive, which meant that it the overheats. 2, the
1: Vive Pro One, yeah.
3: Yeah, so they should have it not just not just for the aesthetics, although the Vi- the Focus Three uh, Three is it. <laughs> I can't remember if it's Focus Three yeah, or Focus Three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it looks amazing. It's so desirable. It looks like a, a headset I want. If, yeah. if they put that sort of design, this you know the shape of that, and obviously with all those vents, it would have be- it would have definitely behaved and performed better with those controls as well. I think that would have been all they needed to do. And obviously with the microphone, and it would have been a much more yeah. viable purchase for people.
1: Yeah, totally agree. So. I still root for HTC. I really hope they can make it somehow, make something that we want and desire. But um, yeah, I'm not sure about that, these kind of management decisions. What, what's the problem? Why always wrong decisions? I don't know.
0: I love I how know. you said you didn't want to talk about my on <laughs> your channel and that we proceed to talk about it for 30
1: minutes. All right.
0: <laughs> because we are <were> ranting. <laughs> we we're ranting about it. It's a yeah. very small topic for us.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. We love VR, and th- there is room for other players next to um, Meta, and yeah, but they are making wrong decisions. Like like Facebook or Meta, they are doing everything right. I think, in my opinion, they are just going for it. They are very aggressive, and they are yeah, just like winning. <laughs> so,
3: what's your favorite headset, though, Seb? That's yeah. your worst one. What's your favorite?
1: Okay, so yeah, my favorite headset in 2020, 2021. So obviously I was ex- very, super excited about the Aero, right? So th- there was really something special for me. I got the VR3 from, uh, from, from a distributor here, from Bestware, like on a loan basis. And it's a business headset, right? And they they, uh, they asked me, okay, here, check it out. It's a business headset. Um, you can You can review it. And obviously, I did not review it as a business headset. Of course, I tried. (laughs) I tried um, Half-Life Alex on it. I tried all the games on it. And I was blown away. I mean, you can probably remember that video when I made the Through the Lens video of the VR3. And this video, like, blew up. It was, like, one of my uh, most viewed videos on the channel ever. Like, like, I think 200,000 views or something. That's really cool. And... Yeah, people will say like, okay, we want this, we we want to have this, and people couldn't buy this, just like you said, Steve, right? Yeah, you can buy the VR three, but you have to pay this um, this yearly fee. So it was fantastic to see to see that kind of like um, commands, the thumbs up, and that this this kind of feedback actually made um, Vario to decide to come out with the arrow. That was super amazing. That was super amazing. I mean, obviously they already had it in in their works. They already had it in, in their drawer somehow, like this this kind of like um dumped down VR 3. But to get that impulse from from our videos, Steve, right? That they really could that they could really see that people want this and that because of our videos, they made this decision or like they they kind of um yeah like felt like it's worth it to go for it wow that's just like you said it's a proud moment it's like so very cool yeah. it's really it's so cool to see that that we have an impact on this industry that, that we love so much so it was very moving when i when we finally found out that yes they're doing it and i got this email like okay do you want to uh, uh, be part of, like, uh, reviewing this new headset under NDA? It's like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? <laughs> so so it was great to find out that they really would do it, and uh, yeah, it was fantastic to receive the device, like, put it out of the box, and then to feel, like, how, how light it is as compared yes. to the VR3. You know, like, wow! So cool! Such a cool headset! So, cl- so clear! The clearest headset that I've ever seen, like the clearest VR picture in VR that I've ever seen, fantastic. So without a doubt, the Arrow is like on the very, very top of my selection in in 2021, even though like the general public will probably get it in 2022. But well, I have it here. So for me, it's a reality. And uh, yeah, I showed it to people here in Germany and they also liked it. And yeah, for me, this is definitely, this is definitely, definitely like one of, the fa- uh, my favorite headsets in 2021. Um, but I must also say still, uh, the G2 is still pretty amazing. Just got the update, put it on again. And I was just reminded of how great the headset is, of how amazing this headset is and what kind of value proposition it is. For like $600, you, you get a headset where you don't need base stations, where well, you don't need to buy the Valve Index controllers for $600, everything in one device, and now with a new gasket, you even won't have these kind of problems with with uh, the sweet spot. It's it's And it's like a clarity that is very close to that of the arrow for $600, right? So, again, the G2 is also still on the top of my list. Yeah, but now... I, probably lots of people will be like uh, surprised by my choice of headset of the year 2021. And I, I must honestly say it is the Quest 2 as do well. do do it. Oh, you did it. <laughs> like, oh, wow. That is surprising, right? From me. I mean, from the guy who always told you like, oh facebook is evil facebook is evil <laughs> but i'm i must i must really i must i must honestly say it's an amazing headset the value is incredible and i i do have this kind of ch- change of heart not just because the reality is just like i'm 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 simply using it a lot yeah it's so easy to put on it's wireless like um, at home i have the qu- the quest 2 at home and when i go go back after a long day of work here at the MTV headquarters. I still put on the Quest 2, and I enjoy it. So and I must easy. say, yeah, it is so easy. It is so great. It really helped so many people to get into VR, so many good um, games on it. So I must say, Meta is doing it all right. They right. They, they're doing a great job here. And I also have this change of heart because also Facebook has this kind of change of heart where they said, like, okay, from 2022 we will not force you to use your facebook account you will be able to log in with something else probably a meta account yeah we still have to see in which direction meta is going what is going to be their business model probably very similar right no question i i am going to watch it here on the channel and i will be i will still be critical and i will still yeah watch what's going on but for me personally i'm already like super happy that this kind of facebook forced login is gone where they're mixing like my my social um, network with my VR stuff, so not being forced to mix this up. This is really cool, and I must say, like, yeah, I really, really did use the Quest 2 a lot, and it just made such a big impact on on the industry. So I must also say, it's 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 my headset of the year. Surprising, <laughs> yeah. right?
0: <laughs> and just the speed at which they keep releasing updates month after month after month. They just yes. keep bringing up this new stuff. I mean, Airlink just came this year and it already feels like <laughs> it's been here forever. And they kept improving it Yeah, day one. You're, you're day so one. right. Like exactly. It was, when it just came out, I think the whole YouTube was like, Virtual desktop is still the best and it was the best. I I still think it brings a lot of value and, um, but just how quickly they got it fixed up and working amazingly smooth and, and they keep, keep adding like more and more things pretty much with every update. There is something quote unquote huge (laughs) (laughs) that gets us to talk about it. obviously the clickbait. but the fact is there is always something to look forward to like what are they gonna come up yeah with? and they're always coming up no. with something so at least it's yeah, entertaining. really entertaining but it improves quality of life i mean i think the recent update uh brought to us cloud cloud uh savings so oh now, so
1: important so good yeah i'm like yeah, what
0: right. how come we never had it like you could do this the whole time and you're just doing it now so yeah, I think that's one of the things. Like, it's not just a great headset; it they keep improving it super fast. Like, that's why right. it's so much harder for others it's, to compete. It's funny. Sadly. My my
3: favorite game of the year is a standalone quest game, Resident Evil Four. I had such a great time playing that game. Wow! And you know, like everybody here, I I think I used the Quest two probably the most out of all my VR headsets recently because I've been playing a lot of games recently. And it is just stupendously good. Like it the is. software is in. I mean, whoever is doing the software, they are geniuses because
2: they
1: have I, the best. They have the best people. Amazing. They yeah. have hundreds part, of the best of engineers.
2: The, this is part of the reason why nobody can compete as well
1: because they can yeah. find
2: up all the engineers. That
1: is the other part of <laughs> like the that. metal, of course. You yeah. know, like 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 they are dominating the market so much, and they are subsidizing it and giving it away for an unbeatable price. It is good for us to be able yes. to buy it, but on the other hand, it's bad because other players cannot get into the market. And um, yeah, and then uh, we don't have competition, and then Facebook can do some evil things, right? But, the anyways, is, you can next un- year there's going to be some competition. I can already tell you that yeah. with my you secret can- um, sources.
2: You can only. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, there's a little tip. But you can only you can only analyze all of this stuff from certain angles. You can't analyze it from a global sense of everything. From us as consumers, the Quest Two is a fantastic headset, and we can also take into account the fact of what Meta do and some of the things that we don't like that Meta do. But at the end of the day, I'm a, I'm only human, and I can't I don't know all the angles that you could attack this on and, and attack Meta and say that they are. They're not competing fairly. They're, they're anti-competitive and they're buying up all these engineers. They're limiting the software on their store and all of these other things. We can certainly take note of that. But yeah. at the end of the day... I will it, keep
1: covering the bad stuff.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> but at the end of the day, when you analyze it from a purely consumer point of view, that has to be... It's one of the headsets of the year. It has to be.
1: Yeah, it, it really has to be. Even it came out last year but it it it, I mean, yeah, it, that's it, true, it, it dominated. Yeah. It really dominated it, yeah. the market.
3: But if you say it did come out last year, but the software that has come out this year, I think has yeah. really made that headset. Yeah, right. yeah. I
0: was going to yeah. say that. Like it, it really true. became that headset this year.
3: Yeah, definitely. I mean, Airlink was a bit of a disaster when it first came out. I mean, it was just it was so clunky. It didn't work very well. But they've they've, they've really refined it. Um, well I say just not just airlink uh, link the link cable I remember trying it for the first time and I had a stream and I was like, this is crap I just can't get it to work it looks all pixelated and it's the compression and just not impressed now it's totally different it's really yeah. really good with the image uh sharpening as well yeah which
1: is, it's fantastic I mean, wow. that's a big deal yeah
3: it's it's almost on par with the G2 in terms of uh sharpness actually,
1: right right is, it's it's unbelievable. It's incredible how important software is, right? And like uh, you can have the best hardware if the if the software is clunky and not not smooth, it's gonna suck, right? So what uh-huh. what Facebook is getting out of this already good hardware is just mind blowing. So yeah, I must and give content. it to them and 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 content. and, 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 and
0: content to compete with Quest two in terms of like a standalone headset to compete with it in terms of content is all oh, I cannot, I'm not. Like I don't want to be in the in the shoes of the developers who are trying to get in, because people actually forget about content quite a bit. Like when they're designing and developing standalone headsets, what about the content? It's like the last thing that's on their mind. <clears throat> they think it's gonna come once the hardware is there, but the yeah. reality is, if there's no content, there's no headset, and there are no users. You're so- right.
2: One of the advantages, though, the the and another good thing actually actually that, that Meta are doing now is that they are implementing OpenXR rather than using the the um, proprietary Oculus. Um, so it means that the developers that that develop for OpenXR should have an easy path to transition to other hardware, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I think is a positive thing and it's worth recognising um, for Meta for doing that. Um, so anything like the links, for example. If they when they implement OpenXR, it means that they will be compatible with everything that's on the on the Oculus Quest 2. They just need a delivery platform for that. Yeah, right, right.
1: So so pa- that's really good.
3: Paradise Decay just uh, posted a very interesting question. I'd be interested to hear what you guys think. Um, he's asked, like, uh, do we all think the Quest is responsible for the growth and popularity of VR, or is it something else? And that's a very good question, isn't it?
1: Yeah, i i th- I think they are responsible because, well, I think they have sold ne- close to ten million pieces, and because of that, also the the people who 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 spend time to develop the the games and and the apps, they can finally like like live from that. They can finally make a living from that, right? So because of that ecosystem, yeah they they will they will make the next title because they know okay probably if it comes out on the quest i will make enough money to sustain myself and that's not the case when then when making a steam vr title right so mm. it it yeah so let's be honest it's good it's good for vr this part
3: i think they uh, the necessary evil, I think, meta. That's the way I can describe it.
1: Yeah. I, obviously, I still want to have a competitor, and I believe we, we're going to get it. And I think um, also this is going to be good for the, f- yeah, for also for, for meta when there is a competitor because then they will be more on edge. I mean, they're already like giving everything right now, but it's always good to have like a second player or a third player. So this is going to be pretty interesting yeah wow cool that was the vr headset of the year 2021 (laughs) so we we did get interesting headsets and going into 2022 we're going to get more headsets let's see how it goes this is interesting the apara let's see how it goes if they are also able to deliver actually because i don't know the company. I I don't know. Will they really be able to deliver these headsets come March 2022? We don't know. Also, they have like an all-in-one, a standalone headset. Let's see how good that is. I'm looking forward to try it, of course, and you will see it here on the channel in the season break, unfortunately. (laughs) It's not going to (laughs) happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. So, um, yeah, next year, lots of interesting things are going to happen. Like people will get the Arrow for the first time. And people will, we will get the, the, the project Cambria, right? The, the Facebook headset. Perhaps Apple is going to get into the game and going to become a huge player. Wow. The, the future of VR is bright. And we will have lots of things to talk about in 2022 for sure about hardware. Also, this is going to be exciting for sure. So now... Let's we're already two hours in, but we still need to talk about some some games, right? The games that we play, that we played this year. The game the games of the year. And yeah, how about um Steve via Flight Sim guy? What, what are your outstanding games? The games that you enjoy? You already mentioned just now that you enjoyed really like um Resident yeah. Evil.
3: Kind of already gave that away, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> The Reason why I love Resident Evil 4 so much is because it, it, it dates back to a time where gaming was really exploding. Um, it's not just the way it's been implemented in the VR, in, you know, in, in with the Quest, but it's just v, games sort of in the 90s and then the sort of naughties, as we say, you know, they, they were hard, they were difficult, and you know. Uh, you got you got stuck on levels and and sort of there was something very special about that time with the 3D graphics card became a thing, didn't it? You know, like do you remember? Did anyone remember the Re Reva TNT? I think that was one of the first Nvidia graphics cards. Show my age now. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. There was something about that time about with gaming in in general, uh, when all these amazing games were coming out that just made that special. So to be able to reimagine that in VR for me was just a very special game. And I've never played Resident Evil before, which is even, even more interesting. Um, so I think the way it was, uh, the fact that it's wireless as well, for me, that stands out weirdly. And that I'd never thought I'd say that because I'm a graphics whore. Like, literally, I, li- I love graphics in VR. It's all about immersion and just seeing everything and just looking incredible resident evil doesn't i mean it actually looks quite good on the quest and i and it's something i've learned about games in general this year it doesn't really matter about how how good they are graphically because you are inside that environment aren't you so mm-hmm. wh- yeah. like another great game obviously is uh walkabout mini golf you know it looks oh, like LEGO i love lap. that
1: game so much
3: yeah, so edit so
0: avatars good. now too <laughs> oh,
1: oh my god this is so good
3: yeah i was i was playing that with my friend uh, last night and he's going you've got a you've got a mouth what's going on <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. He didn't have one, though, but he was playing on a CV1, so whether that's... I don't know why, but anyway. Um But it's, it's made me realise, it's made me adjust my thinking when it comes to VR games that actually it's all about gameplay. Uh, that Anyone could have told me that, really, but I've found that out myself now that I think uh, games like Resident Evil really show like that era of gaming and how special that was. And reimagine that in VR, for me, was a very... And literally, that was like... Obviously, Resident Evil is, a, is a quite a late newcomer uh, into this year. You know, I, could, I could talk about Medal of Honor as well, which for me was a bit of a letdown. It was not as bad as what people said, like people were really hammering it with the bad reviews. I don't agree with that. I don't think it was that bad. But I think the problem was there was it was too expensive. Uh, it was was yeah exactly that's what i would say yeah yeah if it was but now with
1: but now for 40 for 40 pounds or dollars i think it's a great value like now it's cross-play and cheaper now yeah it is (laughs) actually it's really good like i like it
3: (laughs) yeah what i want to see from 2022 is open world games i want to see Mm. an assassin's creed game where i can have a huge environment and explore
1: Grand Theft Auto on the well, Quest Two. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes. How I is like that is
3: going to yeah. Of course, Grand <laughs> Theft Auto on the Quest Two. That's going to be intriguing to see how that works out. But for me, Game of the Year, uh, it's got to be Resident Evil. Although I have to say, really, as a flight simmer, it is Microsoft yeah. Flight Simulator. Yeah, obviously, obviously. obviously. Yeah, for I'm not going to say uh, that. Cause everyone knows that anyway, so I'll, I'll stick <laughs> <talk about> that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. but,
1: but what exactly did you like about Resident Evil Four so much?
3: Well, yeah, it's basically just the story. I love the story. Um, I just love the cheesiness of it. It, 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 For (laughs) me personally, it was this nostalgia of it, as I said before. It (sighs) takes me back to that era of gaming, which I miss. Um, So for me, and just the way it played, to start with, I wasn't sure about those cutscenes, but then I soon actually got used to them. I mean, I'm surprised I'm saying Resident (laughs) Evil 4, to be fair, because, I mean, there's a lot (laughs) more other ones out there that could be much better than that. But for me... It just—I don't know—I'm I, I, already through my—I'm doing—I'm—you know—I'm my i am i am you i know, am my 2nd playthrough of it already, and wow. the first one it took me like 15 hours to get through it, and I'm just enjoying it, and it's just great. Love it.
1: Nice, nice. I didn't think
3: I'd say that really about that game, but I just yeah, it's brilliant. Maybe cool. Rainbow Reactor was another yeah, one the, for me. I've got to say that. Awesome the game.
1: developer will love it, Color. <laughs> um, if you're watching this, hello. <laughs> great that yeah, cool, really cool, great. Yeah, cool, cool, Steve. So, um, how about you, Gary? What was your game, or what what are your games of the year, two
2: thousand twenty one? Yeah, I've, I wouldn't say I've I've particularly got one that that um, would stand out over the others. I think. For me, a lot of it is that I, over the past year, I've been playing a lot of the games in VR that I always play: uh, Elite Dangerous, No Man's Sky, and now a new one is Mar- Microsoft Flight Simulator. For me too. Mm. Um, so yes. that is one that I've really got into this past year that I, I've barely played. You know, I played a little bit of Microsoft Flight sim- like simulated flight sims in the past, but. Ne- Never to the extent that I've played this one. And so Microsoft Light Simulator is uh, absolutely an incredible game. Other than those... Sim, Sim. sorry. Sim. Sorry, there. yeah. Gee, oh, God. <laughs> Maybe, oh, <geez. laughs> game. Ah, oh, so funny. Honestly, yeah, We'd
3: we'll get that in get comments very...
2: anyway, so I'm glad, to glad you picked pick me up on that. Yeah. <laughs> um But yeah, so uh, apart from those ones which are PC-based, a lot of the other stuff, which is sort of new games which came out this year, is it's got to be Quest stuff, really, honestly. Mm -hmm. And the one that stands out for me, the one that I play probably more than any other Quest game, I think, this year, is uh, Song in the Smoke, which um, got very positive reviews when it it first came out. And um, I don't think many people talk about it too often now but it's a great single player long form game that you can really get your teeth into and you can play that for many many hours you know that's 20 you could play 20 30 hours of that game and still have more to discover in it um and for a quest game that's saying a lot we don't see those kinds of long form games on the quest too often Um, you know resident evil of course you know that's another good example of that that type Um, but song in the smoke is is fantastic it's a a crafting survival game um, with, you know, sort of this stylized, minimalist, graphical um, aesthetic to it, which works really well and runs great on the quest, but also gives you a way to work through these levels how you choose. There's not a single path. You can do a variety of things, and how you tackle each of these levels is up to you, and I love that in in games, and it's one Mm. of the ones that I'm looking forward to in next year hitman 3 that provides you a basis with these levels for you to attack them in a variety of ways do whatever you want to do in these levels to get the job done and that's what song in the smoke does in a very different way to hitman i should say um but yeah i think that is an absolutely fantastic game um you know i've got a list here of others but things like demio um resident evil 4 like steve as well these are all the sort of the standout ones for me that i would say um and i do just very quickly before I pass it over to um Tatiana is I do want to just quickly cover the fact that a majority of my other time this year has been spent with mods. Now mods it's difficult to put these in games of the year, but mods are becoming increasingly one of the most valuable resources on PC VR. Cyberpunk.
1: I'm looking forward <laughs> to that mod. Oh yes. my goodness.
2: So I picked that up last last week actually. It's on a, it's half price at the minute on Steam so I picked that up in preparation. Is that cool? It's yeah. almost,
1: I love the game, actually.
2: It was. I don't think, I'm not sure if it still is, but it was last week anyway. So it's so ho- good. Hopefully, yeah. It, I've, I've not played it flat, but I picked it up um, entirely, almost entirely for the, the VR aspect. But things like Valheim, Outer Wilds, Morrowind, MyoWind with full motion controller support in VR, you can do all of these things. Resident Evil 2 Remake in VR is a work in progress too. Firewatch VR is a work in progress. So these games, mods are absolutely becoming vital on PC VR as I see it. And I think the, the, the developers that do this, that put their stuff on Patreon... Um, I think it's a good idea for people to support them if, if they enjoy their mods and it's a way to monetize it and encourage further mods as well. So I just wanted to quickly mention that.
3: Nice. Uh, another one, by the way, Gary, that I did try, Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm. Oh, yeah. VR yeah. is absolutely mind blowing, but it's also quite motion sick. Provoking as well in with
0: places. the horses, all the horses.
3: The horses don't do that. Oh well, you're God. you're on a 3090 as well,
2: Steve, because I, yeah, I no, heard it this. wasn't that... really
3: the yeah. The frame rate was fine. It's just the oh, motion okay. of the horse. Oh, couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, know, that's I'm pretty one really one of the... hardcore, but I just couldn't do it. <laughs> that's oh, one yeah. of the
2: things that is worrying me about Cyberpunk. Actually, the the performance yeah. in in VR. So we'll have to wait and see on that. But oh, Lucros, wow. who is doing all these mods. Horizon Zero Dawn now as well. Luke Cross has just uh, released, and these are all sort of um, they're, they're VR mods which still use the gamepad, but but worthwhile nonetheless. I'm not taking anything away from him for, for doing it that way. Um, but to get all these vast open worlds in exactly VR is incredible.
1: Exactly, think about it you can pl- play Horizon Zero Dawn now in VR, mm. and yeah. Wow, this fantastic video from Cass and Cherry that they've just put out. And wow, I, I, it made me want to play it. <laughs> yeah, so so really, really cool stuff. And um, I agree with you, Gary. So mods are an important um, part now of the whole game thing. And uh, yeah, Cyberpunk, I can't wait to play it. Tatiana, how about you? What What were your game highlights of 2021?
0: So many, but I'm going to keep it short because... Steve and Gary already mentioned so many good games so I'll try to add something to the conversation rather than (laughs) repeat because uh, Demio is the game of the year for me which I was so happy that it actually got that title uh, this year and I find myself play it a lot because I can't can't pass that second DLC (laughs) like I can't (laughs) defeat the Red King and I'm still trying to so that's like a challenge for me but um i love board games type games and i think we need more of those in vr and this one has a D &D kind of vibe to it and overall i really love turn-based strategy so Mm -hmm. i know that real-time strategy is a big genre and very popular one but turn-based strategy is just a little more like you can take time and think and build more how you're going to approach the the you know the challenge so I like those and I actually want to see more of those as well. But the game that you guys haven't mentioned it got really surprised me. Lone Echo 2.
2: Yeah it's course. because I've not played it. Yes. i always yeah I, I also I
1: haven't, it. It. I haven't played it yet yeah. Oh. Really? It could be the game of the year but none of us have played
0: it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> probably
1: it is the game of the year. Sorry. Lone it Echo. It's the
0: game of the year for me. And Gary if you're looking for a story driven game just yeah, yeah this is probably well, the most movie-like experience you can yeah, have. That makes sense. Well, yeah. Half-Life alex is too, but yeah. Lone Echo is just, I don't know how to explain it, but it's the perfect setting to be in VR, you know? Like, you're in yeah. space, you're yeah. floating. Like, VR is always so connected to the sci-fi culture and, like, futuristic kind of setting. Lone Echo is it. You're literally in space, like, floating in uh, walking outside the spaceship just all those all those crazy stuff that you get to do in vr and it's all connected with a beautiful uh tear-jerking storyline that yeah. is, could be might as well be a plot for a movie and i would yeah. watch that movie and you're in it and it's I, the most incredible thing he, wow. here's
2: the strange thing right like, i've not picked up lone echo two but lone echo one was I mean, it's one of my favorite VR games ever. That oh, so I've you played, played it?
0: Okay. Lone Echo
2: One, I have not. Lone so Echo you, Two. Okay,
0: so you can just oh, pick God. it up and go right in well, because it's it just picks up this where you left it at Lone Echo One. Yeah, and it just continues no from there.
3: Please. <laughs> one
2: one <laughs> no. of the, one of the things, one of the reasons I didn't is because I started playing through it again, uh, Lone Echo One, just before the release of Lone Echo Two, and w- when the review started coming out, a lot of people were saying it's very much more of the same they're not doing too much else beyond lone echo one and i, ju- I just felt like um i'd got to the point where <laughs> i just didn't want more of the same i wanted something different and I, don't get me wrong i am going to get lone echo two and i will play through it at some point i'm just i just need a break from it i think that's all it comes down to um but yeah i, I it's one that i regret
3: not not playing yet to be honest no, that's
0: i've got fair both enough.
3: games i've got both games installed and i haven't even started <laughs> them yet how bad is that
0: this it's good too busy and you know they are not that long. I think that we we finished Lone echo One in three or four nights, and we were playing maybe one or two hours each. But we were also like, "Wow, what's this? Yeah, wow, what's it, that?" It, it, so we really like looking at all the details because it's filled with details too. You know, you right, can,
1: right? It, it works so awesome, well, right. also, right? The the locomotion—it's so cool. It's it fantastic.
0: It's crazy. It's, it's I would a great VR game. And it doesn't make you sick. you really need to play You're it right. somehow now. it doesn't. So, yeah, this you <laughs> definitely Steven, you to have to
1: watch the Matrix, it. by the way.
3: What's that? <laughs> I that
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and thanks for, you know, what I tried this year and some, what makes me think that I want to see more of that in the future is uh, point and click games like Secret of Retropolis. Have you guys tried Secret of Travel? I've not, but I've heard good things (laughs) about that,
2: too, actually. Yeah, yeah.
0: So if you tried, you know, these old LucasArts games like
2: Monkey Island, Monkey
0: Island, uh, The Day of the Tentacle, Indiana Jones, um, Pepper, like there are so many of those, this point-and-click kind of adventures where you're in the story and you're interacting with objects and you're trying to figure out how to, like, proceed with that. It was so good. It was probably the first time I tried a game like that, which was Secret of metropolis and um, they recently made it to the official store from SideQuest and App Lab, So that's a big mm-hmm. victory for them. So we may expect more games like that from them in the future. The the biggest complaint was that it was incredibly short. Like you can mm. you can finish it in under an hour. It's okay. very short. And so more games like that would be incredible to see. And I, I hope that we will. Um, so, yeah, new new, gener- new new genres like that. An open world, I completely agree. <laughs> we need that in VR for sure. GTA 4. That's going to be uh, fantastic. I, I, I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> I'm probably going to make like 10 videos of that. Maybe a playthrough of the entire game. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah. And maybe like final fantasy like games i'm a big fan of final fantasy series on flat screen and the closest we got with that was is the game called archaixer Archaixer. um and that's essentially the game where you get to you know when you're fighting an enemy it's partially like turn-based so you it's not real-time fighting where you're just smashing them and shooting them and destroying them but When it's your turn, you get to choose which weapon you're using or which magical kind of spell to to go with them. And then when your turn is done, you're kind of reacting with your body, um, evading the attack. So like there's like a hammer flying at you. You need to duck or there is a guy like that or some kind of a bat flying in your face and you have a shield. and You have to react quickly to it. So I don't know. Cool. It's amazing. And it's uh um also started at SideQuest and App Lab game. I hope they're going to make it to the official store. But yeah, something about turn-based games, whether it's like a Final Fantasy like genre or turn-based strategy like Demio, they get to me and I can play them all day. Yeah, and especially when they make it more physical, like when you actually physically have to like defend yourself from the attacks with your body. That's yeah, that sounds amazing. Right. Yeah, so I guess, you know, I would say Demio as the uh, seated seated VR experience, the game of the year for me, and a more expanded story driven one is definitely Lone Echo 2.
1: Okay, great. Yeah, so Lone Echo 2 still have to pick it up as well. But uh, because of Lone Echo 2, I really played into Lone Echo 1. And uh, yeah, it's fantastic. So looking forward to that. Yeah, thank you, Tatiana. So let me tell you about uh, my games of the year. And yeah, you've also already mentioned them. For me, also Demio. It's it's just so good to so to good. play to play that kind of tabletop game in VR with New friends. New
0: expansion came out. Yeah, it's,
1: <laughs> they're still working on it. right? exactly. No, the, it's out. It's ready. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. In general, I mean, they're still keeping keep on adding content. It's a fantastic game, and um, yeah, people should pick it up. I even didn't know that I'm into this kind of like fantasy tabletop games, but now I know how fun it is, especially with people. And they have just nailed it, I think. They have just nailed it, how this kind of game can work in VR. So yeah, also for me, Demio is definitely one of the games of the year. Congratulations. Then one game that I didn't expect to be so amazing and to blow me away like this is Hitman 3 on the PlayStation VR, on the one of the oldest systems out there. But it's so cool. You can play for hours and hours. And what is so surprising is how good the game looks on the PlayStation VR. It's like mind-blowing. It looks better than many other games. And the freedom that you have, it's nearly also kind of like an open world game where you can um, reach your goal in different kinds of ways. So Hitman 3. If you have the PlayStation VR, you absolutely should pick up Hitman 3. And what I also like about the game is, first of all, in Hitman 3, you do have um, several different kind of missions, but they have like programmed their whole game engine to work for VR. So you can also pick up Hitman 1 and 2 and also replay all the missions in virtual reality. And I even haven't done so yet. So there's so much content. And if you want it, you can just keep on playing Hitman in virtual reality and yeah just like Gary um, said before like I am so excited that Hitman 3 is going to come to PC VR with proper um, controller support right yeah. so this is going to be like fantastic this is one of my <clears throat> one of the games that I'm most looking forward to in 2022 to to be able to play Hitman 3 on PC VR so yeah That was really actually surprising for me that Hitman 3 is actually one of my games of the year 2021. Then also Smash Drums. (laughs) And I also didn't expect this. I recently picked it up, Smash Drums for Quest. And I love rhythm games. I love games that I can just pick up and having fun and feeling like I am a rock star right Steve I told you like my dream is like to destroy the guitar right on 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 a stage like this I, I want it's to do happen. this uh, one fine day I want to do this but until so, then we
3: Germans love rock music so all yeah, you know, yeah to we'll do, do. Is get you some gigs over there yeah
1: yeah can okay, stay at your house <laughs> perfect tonight, yeah okay I um, like it how, how yeah the we gig,
3: you can throw a guitar or, yeah, we, we
1: it we like, love, yeah we music. love we love we love rock, yeah. So <laughs> until the time that I'm going to destroy um, that that e-guitar, I'm going to play <laughs> smash drums and I'm going to feel like a rock star. Because what I love about this game, it really makes you feel like you are able to play the drums. It is so good and it's one of the best $20 that I've spent all year. So if you have not yet picked up smash drums and if you like, like rhythm games in virtual reality, this is one of the games to play. Fantastic. It makes you feel like you can play the drums. Incredible. So greetings out to the Smash Drums developer in France. Yeah, then next to this, I also liked Ragnarok. It's also like a drum game. So in general, I love um, rhythm (laughs) games. I, in general, loved rhythm games even before virtual reality. So I, I was like rocking... In that uh, the, the, with these kind of um, plastic guitars before, so now to 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 be able to, to to do that in virtual reality is pretty amazing, yeah. So Ragnarok and Smash Drums on the top of my list,
0: and Unplugged probably if you like. Oh yeah, playing exactly. The guitar.
1: That also, also, also <laughs> really, really good. So lots of cool games are coming out. And in general, it's just like so much fun. To be able to play all these games in VR. I yeah. really wish
3: I liked rhythm games, but I'm just too lazy.
1: Oh uh, uh, no, but but Steve, the thing is, you are a real mu- musician. You don't need that. You know,
2: you, <laughs> you don't, don't like, like, like Get like out me. of here. Yeah, no, really. Yeah,
1: like you can really be the rock star on the real stage, right? But for me, it's like, okay, I am not. I, I can just have that feeling when playing those VR games. But probably for you it's boring because you can have the, you can play the real thing, right?
3: I don't know there might be some link there maybe. I don't know yeah. but I just I just I'm not very good at like moving. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm I'm just not very good at you know like beat sabers really I find it really difficult. I find it I, I can't I just end up missing everything and I'm just like oh, I can't right. do it.
2: What I right. think the
0: beauty of the uh, rhythm based games are is that you can just literally just put on the headset and play for like 10 15 minutes yeah that
3: makes sense yeah actually. right and exactly. so
0: there is a place for them because you just want to relax you just want to do something quick like I think Anthony yep. said it's a splash of VR and you just have that splash you don't want you don't, if you don't want to spend like two three hours there uh, remembering the controllers and like getting into the storyline you just just quickly play a couple of songs totally like saber. Or unplugged, and you're good to go. I like that's why I that, like that's show. probably why. Right, then, right? Is
3: when I go into VR, I'm in it for ages. Like, I, mm-hmm. I you know, I get everything set up, and I'm like, all right, that's it, I'm in this for at least an hour or so. But I don't really go in VR for like a few minutes, or like a but that makes sense. Maybe I should do it like that. Maybe I should try one of these, you know, rhythm game, but just only play it for 10 15 minutes. Yeah. Maybe I'm it. not.
2: I'm not a b- fan of rhythm games. So I, I like. I like some like Guitar Hero and stuff like that. When I when I go to parties and play them okay. in that kind of way, but I don't. I really don't. I'm not because you're also it.
1: probably able to play the guitar yourself, yeah, right? Like the guitar. Yeah, there's, there's I don't know going if,
2: on here. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Honestly, don't think that's it, but. It, Okay. I, honestly, I don't, I, but I just think it's, I don't know, it, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I've, spoke <laughs> yeah, about, I've spoke about Beat Saber about a billion times on VR round table, so I don't need to get into all that Okay, <laughs>
1: okay, I got it.
3: I, I know what you're saying, Gary, even, be, even though you're not saying it, because I feel the same way. It's hard yeah. to explain, isn't it? But yeah, <laughs> yes. I, I know what you mean.
1: Right, right. Yeah, cool, cool. So, yeah, lots of great games. Also, I personally like really like Medal of Honor, and it's cool that it's on the Quest now, and also another game that I would like to mention is Ancient Dungeon. And we had the developer oh, of Ancient Dungeon. We had them We had them here in the podcast as well. And I think it's a really, really very cool game and it's out there now as well. Yep, so lots of cool games in 2021. Looking forward to what 2022 will bring us. We are already like in for two hours and 25 minutes, but we still have to talk about our highlights of the year. What kind of moment... In VR, could you tell us where you just thought, like, "Oh my goodness, yes, this whole VR thing!" I'm super happy that I'm in it for some reason. And um, yeah, um, how about we start with you, Gary? What was your VR moment or moments? You can also name two. Or okay,
2: three. yeah, that works well because the the first one and Steve will love this is Microsoft Flight Simulator has to be in there. Is one of the just the points in vr which time and again that game just um just evokes those feelings every now and again where you're just flying over some landscape and you think this is incredible and there's moments where you really can fool yourself you are actually in this plane and you are actually looking down at these towns and villages and things like that those moments are rare in vr but they come a lot in Microsoft Flight Simulator and I think that's important to say. The other one, um, the other moment that I would say, and this is the final one, and it's more of a subtle one actually, is, I don't know if I spoke about this on the show, I think I did, but there's a game being developed called Tinker Pilot, which is, Mm, it has... um, Uh, you know, HOTAS support, VR motion controller support, and hand tracking, all integrated at the same time. And you sit in a spacecraft and you can use all of these interactions. Now, the reason this is, at the moment, the game is very early stages. And, you know, it's, it's, it's almost a tech demo at the moment, I would say. However, the... Level of immersion that you get by having your hands in there, which are registered with um, leap motion. I use my Valve Index, have leap motion, hand tracking, HOTAS controls, and motion controller support if you want them. They're not really necessary at the same time, but you can. And you are sitting there in a the cockpit of a ship. The immersion is next level, honestly, where you've got wow. your hands available to you and you can actually manipulate controls, which you have full, you, you know, you can move them anywhere where you want and then go back to flying your ship with HOTAS controls. This is something that is really actually quite special in VR. And I think that this goes hand in hand with some other games, which I love, like Microsoft Flight Simulator. If they could implement this in Microsoft Flight Simulator, that would be fantastic, but also Elite Dangerous. All I'm thinking about when I'm Mm -hmm. playing Tinker Pilot is Elite Dangerous with this kind of um, interaction with hand tracking and HOTAS support. Wow. So that really was a special moment. It's more, it's more of a subtle one, and probably at this stage, Tinker Pilot is so early on that it's, it's like I say, it's a tech demo. It's not really a game at this moment, so mm-hmm. um, we need to take that into account.
1: But yeah, it's, it's pretty special having that interaction. Nice, wow, yeah, that sounds like fantastic moments in VR. Mm. Great. So yeah, how about um, you, Steve? What were your moments, your VR moments of the year, where you thought like, oh yeah, okay. That's my thing.
3: Yeah, without being too boringly obvious, it is a particular moment, a particular flight in Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> um, f- wow, funny enough, but uh, it was when I first received the Aero. I think it was the first week, and I was re- I actually had a, quite a stressful day at work, and uh, it was a it was really late at night, and I thought, you know, I'm just going to go for a little flight. Just a simple flight, nothing special. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even using any add-ons like this one behind me, I was just using one of the default planes and this, is what makes it so special actually, because it was a very simple, like, you know, nothing amazing flight, but it was, I was just heading into Heathrow airport. Okay. And it was like dusk and it was just about dark and the sun was just like, just, uh, just getting below, uh, what I, you know, sort of the, some of the buildings and you could just see sort of the rays of the light coming on onto the airfield and I was on approach. And honestly, I, this sounds like I'm I'm going crazy here, but I had a, a moment where I
1: actually thought it was real. <laughs> yeah, why not? This is virtual reality, yeah. Of uh, course.
3: And, and people on my channel called this presence, and yeah, I right. thought that was really cool. Good way of putting it. Like, I just had this sheer feeling of being there just for a few moments, like, and I landed. And I saw this guy, like, taxiing near me. And it was obviously another player, you know, player. <laughs> simmer whatever uh and then there was this like fuel truck and i just i just basically i stopped next to him and looked at him uh and i just thought my god this is just absolutely unbelievable and of all the flying i've done you know all the crazy really cool places i've been and the videos i've shown on the channel for it to be a simple flight like that and that was my best flight ever 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 and uh yeah it was just a special moment and i just i sat there afterwards and i was so chilled out after the day I had as well, I had a really super stressful day. I had loads of meetings, and it didn't go very well. Uh, and afterwards, I, I didn't care about any of that. I, yeah. I was so happy, and I was so relaxed. And to me, that, that is why we love VR so much, is escapism for Perfect. it. Perfect, yeah. Yeah, that was my moment of the year.
1: Fantastic. What a beautiful moment. Great, yeah, nice. Tatiana, what about your um, VR moment where you thought, like, okay, wow. That is an industry I would like to be in.
0: You know, since we're talking about, you know, the whole 2021, I don't know. Can I just say this year has been so good to me?
1: (laughs) Yeah, perfect. I've been
0: so happy with with how this year went overall. And I don't know if I don't know if I can just say a few highlights, just why I'm so happy how it went. Because there are some things that just made me so happy and I'm so grateful that they happened this year. Um, You know. I got married
1: <laughs> yeah that's perfect yeah
0: i got to see my family for the first time in two years i recently you know made a big progress with my degree which means that next year i will graduate with my doctoral degree which is wow. it's been in works for years and years and it's it's coming together thanks to vr because my dissertation is in vr and uh you know i started taking my channel more seriously and it in one year it grew from 1000 to almost 17000 i'm so is, grateful for
1: it that is really amazing congratulations, Cause, congratulations. thank you
0: yeah cuz it, it made me really you know dedicated to it and take it more seriously and be even more passionate about it and of course you know this is the year where i got my job in the vr industry as a sidequest community manager and that was completely mind blowing and so i'm i'm just so grateful for everything that happened this year. And I feel like I'm a, I'm a completely different person now than I was at the start of this year. And it's really big. Uh, Yeah, so not not to take too much of the time, I guess the the actual moment in VR, that was for me, I will go back to my game of the year alone echo two. And that was actually the game. The gave me that moment was Lone Echo 1, which I also played this year. And that was pretty much the first time I did a spacewalk in VR.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Going
0: into <laughs> this open space, yeah. just seeing the endlessness of that and how well it was made there. You can't go anywhere, but you have the feeling like you are there. And I had to, like, <laughs> for a second, I got like, oh, I had, I, I had this impulse to, like, remove it because sometimes it freaks you out, like, this just the endlessness of things and, and the sense of how small you are compared to all that, just like Steve. I almost had a feeling like for a second, maybe I'm there. Like I had this sense of presence there. And so like, you know, second later, I'm like, oh, no, I just stood there and I just looked around for a couple of minutes, like without doing anything. I had a mission <laughs> like, hold on, <laughs> I'll get to your mission. Just let me absorb all this. And I, uh, I was holding on to to like in game, there is like a, a, a little ship, like a like an Airbus <laughs> something you like okay. used to move around between the asteroids and you can like let go. Um, you can pull yourself and go forward or backward or you can just like stay and let go and you'll be in the same place. But I was grabbing onto it for the life of me because I had this feeling like if I let go, I'll just float away somewhere. So I had this like security grip on the, the handle and I was just looking around and thought this is magnificent. Nice. And uh, um, because it was also like the beginning of the year, that was one of the first games I tried on PC VR. So it was also my transition from, you know, standalone Quest 2 games to PC VR games. That's a big one. Yeah, so that one definitely left a mark.
1: Wow, what a beautiful moment. Yeah, thanks so much for sharing it. Cool, yeah. So lots of great moments so far. And let me also share my VR moment of the year with you. And it's also about presence, about feeling like you are really there. And for me, it was in one of my games of the year and it was in Hitman 3. So there is one level and it plays actually in Berlin, here in uh, in Germany. And it's a level where you go to a club.
2: Uh, And, And
1: at that moment, well, I hadn't been in a club for a very long time because of the lockdown and everything, and then I was just blown away by how cool that club was. The club scene, first of all, the music is good. There's lots of people around me doing different kinds of things in virtual reality. And it it really feels like I am in that club. And I started to dance, I started to go crazy. And actually (laughs) I was live streaming exactly that moment. I'm so happy that I kind of caught that moment and I am going to show it to you now. (laughs) So so let's have a look at me going crazy in virtual (laughs) reality. Okay, Let's let do me this. Yeah, that's that's going to be fun. So there was really it just showed me like wow, what what virtual reality can do. And um okay. Amazing. This atmosphere is friggin' amazing. Can you hear it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh wow. Oh, oh wow. I, wow. I love clubs like what? that. What? This is unbelievable. Yeah, here, like okay. the atmosphere. You don't want to play this game flat. You want to be in in virtual reality. <laughs> oh wow! Wow! <Whoa! laughs> Guys, this is so overheadingly amazing right now. The you sound just is so good too. Yeah, the sound is good. And I love it- that track. Oh Oh, my goodness.
0: Can I just like go there without (laughs) going through the rest of the game? I just want to have this (laughs) as a. Actually, actually,
1: you you can quite soon go there if you want, if you play the game. But look at this. This is on PlayStation VR, one of the oldest systems. What? So many people dancing (laughs) and they are all doing different things, you know? Yeah, Uh, it's it's very convincing. It's natural. Sasha. Wow, Solid Freeman. This is so amazing. It, I, I couldn't believe this was happening. Uh, I was you dancing. Did see Wow. Uh, it's it's really God, like I was there. I was dancing. I this was This is so good. And so uh, wow yeah. So What? Wow. As you can tell, <laughs> I was going 47. crazy. <laughs> I do recommend. And I can but I, I'm just fascinated right now. Yeah. And you know what the game I'm is I'm just fascinated right now. The game is so open like I, I could like yeah. uh, start to if punch a person the and then there would be like a crazy like um, no a big way. fight. It's it's I really feel unbelievable. Like
2: right now. They do a great job with the NPCs. The number of NPCs wow. on these levels like, is incredible. They're all—they're all like this. They all have this amount of like interaction with, with stuff. Yeah, wow. it's great.
1: I really <laughs> felt I am in a club in Berlin. It was just pure presence.
3: Like everyone's is doing
2: Berlin? different. In and there's loads
3: of people everywhere.
1: Yeah, Berlin. Berlin is just like this. Wow. The so yeah. frame rate is absolutely <laughs> the frame rate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so so really if you have not picked up um, if you have a PlayStation VR, get that game or if you don't have it, you have this to get Hitman crazy. 3. You have to get Hitman 3 uh, when it comes out next year. So absolutely wow, for me personally, so my game of the year. Now. Look at the people. Look at yeah, you like going to get some now. Machine. Machine. <laughs> okay, now now there's uh, oh, advertisement.
3: Of course Next time in the, I'm in the club. Right, I'm gonna help go someone and go. The frame rate is amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the frame rate.
1: Yeah. So. he's um, high. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, the matrix was... sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I can, can. That would start a fight. And that, that was really PlayStation
0: was Five, right? So no, no, no no, was that, even...
1: no, no, no. There was even on PlayStation Four Pro. Oh, Not really? even on five. It's it's ah. so so good, must and it was matter. it was my my presence, my feeling of presence. It that was looks really cool. Yeah, that it is was. a great moment. It was so good, but other than that, also actually Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah, yes, <laughs> the same thing oh, is. I'm amazed actually. Yeah, That's yeah, really it's really it was really really, that. it was really good. Other than that, I must say um, I'm also really proud of this podcast. What we've done in a year, like so many shows and actually like establishing this podcast as one of yeah the big podcasts, I can say, I think about virtual reality. I'm really proud of it. And I'm happy that so many people like it. And I'm glad that I met all of you, right? Like here that we have so much time to talk about our, our um, passion. And really, this is, even though it's lots of work, it is still like one of my proud moments like every every saturday when we do this and we didn't miss so many saturdays so i'm i'm really proud of this too yeah how was your feeling about the next dimension podcast um steve
3: yeah just i feel honored to be on it every time i'm on it i'm like wow i'm actually here but it's just because i feel like we're we're doing something very special here like just you know vr is evolving so much it's exploding and there's so much going on that i feel very proud that you know we're able to talk about it and i guess it's very special to be able to you know um i guess experience this with, with all of us guys because yeah. i don't know about you guys but there's not many people in my life that i can talk about vr to without them looking at me really blank <laughs> and i mm-hmm. you know it, it's it's such a niche but also i don't know i i sense our all our passion together and even in the You're comments. Right. I, I love hanging out with people in the comments here as well because I feel like we're all got we've got this certain bond this certain special thing going on that we all understand what VR is all about and to be part of that it's just yeah it's great for me really cool is.
1: great yeah Tatiana how, how's your feeling now after having done so many shows here on the next dimension podcast
0: yeah you know, I, I completely agree with Steve <laughs> I think it's a, a privilege to to be on a podcast like that because there aren't that many out there and the ones that are out there are are important like they um these conversations we're having are important for the field and I I'm, yeah, right. I'm just so thankful that I get to be a part of that you know discussion and to to take part in these these conversations that are quite influential in the field I think and, so yeah yeah so, so shaping these kind of communities of fe- people who are passionate about VR and like bringing to light all these innovations that we get more and more of those, which is super exciting. So it looks like we're not going to run out of things to talk about for yeah, a long no, time. not at all. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I think that I I got on this podcast this year, right? Isn't that when you contacted me, Sebastian?
1: Yeah. Yeah, right. Like the, the very in the beginning. Year. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, it's it's fantastic. One of the best things that that happened to me in terms of you know the channel. <laughs> so, cool. Yeah. Perfect. Um, yeah, it's it's. I can see that. Um, like next year is going to bring even more excitement. So I, I think can't wait so. To continue yeah. being a part of it.
1: Perfect. Yeah, we have. We're gonna have lots of things to talk about. Yeah, and, and and how is it for you, Gary?
0: It's it's
2: fantastic. I'm I come to this is somebody that is a huge fan of. Podcasts anyway, I, I listen right. to a lot of podcasts anyway. And of course, my favorite topic for a podcast is VR. And Perfect. there's some great <laughs> VR podcasts out there. I won't name them all for fear of missing out on on, on the ones that, that I, I should remember. So um, people can, can find them. But I watch a lot of VR podcasts. And I enjoy being on this. And like Steve said, and I think um, many people can sympathize with this sentiment in the sense that we all like talking to other people about vr and if you don't exactly. have la- that outlet <laughs> it's difficult especially if you've not got it in your daily life and and there are people out there that are lucky that that have those those friends that they can talk to about vr or family that they can talk to about vr and you know get that outlet in that way i, I just recently i've got some friends that have got into vr so i'm getting that that sort of a little bit that way but before that time i you know for the past since 2016 I haven't had that outlet so it's come mm-hmm. almost entirely through VR roundtable and now the next dimension podcast just talking to you guys about VR so I'm very happy to be on the show and um, yeah I'm grateful to be on the show and I commit as much time as I can to, to cool. being on the show honestly Um so um, yeah I don't want it to stop and um, yeah I think it's, it's a valuable resource not just this show
1: Perfect. I think other VR podcasts are too. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, I'm sure we're going to talk about lots of things in 2022 as well. So I want to thank all of you who are live right now and or who are listening to this show. Thanks so much for listening or watching the Next Dimension podcast. It has been an absolute blast in 2021. And uh, yeah, it has been a fantastic year and I'm looking forward to 2022 and of course, we're going to bring you lots of more shows next year. And yeah, one of my highlights was also to meet uh, you, Gary, yeah, in Paris. That was so cool. It was, yeah, it was fantastic. Great. To, to sit there in that uh, Parisian cafe with you and have a beer or two and then uh, speak with a team of uh, links, It was fantastic. So next year, I'm looking forward to meet Tatiana. We're going to meet in January in Las Vegas. Yes. How cool is that? That is so going to cool. be amazing. We're going I'm to make a video, make of course. It's going to be fantastic. And the guess Steve, I believe we have to make it happen next yeah, year as yeah. well. Somehow, I don't know. We're going to make it happen. Yep. So very cool, super nice. What a fantastic last show of 2021. Thank you so much, everyone, for watching the show or listening to the show. If you haven't done so yet, and if you love, if you like or love the show in the best case, then do leave us a five-star review on iTunes. So get out your iDevice and find the podcast app, find the Next Dimension podcast, and do write us a five-star review right now. I mean, I've said it so many times, but I think now, the last show of 2021, after all of these shows, I think now you should really do it. It's only going to cost you like one or two minutes and it would be like the best way to say thank you and also do leave a comment and that would be great. So that's it. That was the last show of 2022. We will see each other next year. Thank you so much for watching and looking forward to see you Next year, until then, bye-bye.
2: Bye. Bye. Bye.